0: Hello and welcome to the technically second instalment, but overall, this I think this will be the 15th episode of the Film Me In podcast. Woo! We got the name, we got the logo, it's looking good! It's looking good! I'm your host, Xander Langwiston, as always, and today I am rejoined by an old friend of the podcast. It's Mr. David French. How you doing, buddy?
1: Uh, not so, to, not too good. considering I've got a look at your Chrome down in this, um, in this call. That's so <laughs> over the that, you know. So unnecessary.
0: It's so unnecessary. <laughs> you,
1: you know, uh, it's just it's so weird, man. <laughs> uh, we well, are, you know, that, he just looks like an absolute pleb. If it's you
0: crazy. don't know, I had a Britney moment during the lockdown, and I, and I have shaved my head. I've had references <laughs> to. Moment, I've yeah. had references to um, <laughs> Harry Hill. Um, Eddie from Bottom my dad even sent me a meme where he re- resorted the Bottom DVD case with my face on it um, I've had Uncle Fester from the Adams Family I've had Doctor Evil from Austin Powers and uh, most hurtfully of all I've had Bunsen from the Muppets
1: Bunsen from the Muppets is probably my favourite one
0: The Big Green Ball from the Muppets yep. unbelievable
1: Hello. So. <laughs> That's how it <he> talks.
0: <laughs> anyway, we are here today to discuss. Uh, we're carrying on our series that we started a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we are doing the next two Harry Potter movies. So we're doing Prisoner of Azkaban and Goblet of Fire. Did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? Did you, did you put your name in the fire? We'll, we'll, we'll get to that
1: bit later, mate. Don't worry. We'll, we'll definitely get to that bit of the book as well. Yes,
0: of course, of course. That's um, the only
1: bit of that book that I know about. <laughs> um, Let's start
0: off with a little bit of news. So, yes. um, some some big news that came out on uh, last week uh, when I uploaded the last episode. By the way, I uploaded the last episode on May the 4th, Star Wars Day. Yep. And the podcast was about Wolverine. Completely missed an opportunity there. Completely.
1: Could have done episode nine, or maybe the Mandalorian or something. But nah.
0: Dude, worry, I watched. I watched half of episode nine with my dad, and my and I moaned all the way through. And my dad told me to turn it off. <laughs> he got so angry that I was so angry about this movie. He was just like, oh "Turn it off. God. Can't be listening to know this know anymore." My mom
1: started watching it as well because it came on Sky and Disney Plus And yeah. uh, like I just told her everything that I didn't like by right at the end of it, even though I haven't seen it. And she's like, <laughs> "Yeah, but it all makes sense in the end." It's like. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It makes less sense. You like the Emoji Movie, Mom? It doesn't make sense.
0: (laughs) Love it, love it. Um, Anyway, that will be another day. We'll do at some point. I'm sure. we will get some people together. We'll do a couple of Star Wars episodes eventually. And the Emoji Movie. No, we're never gonna do that. That's never (laughs) gonna happen. Emoji Movie. (laughs) Um, But for now, we're doing the Harry Potter movies and uh, the news. Yes. Taika Waititi yes. has been confirmed to be directing a new Star Wars movie. Uh, it What's probably won't happen edge? until at least like 2024. Something I, like that. I'd say
1: 2026, considering he's also like doing four, four again. He is, doing, uh,
0: he is I imagine, doing four. I
1: imagine he's probably got his own like thing going on, considering like the big success of uh, Jojo Rabbit.
0: Yes, so yes, I hope, of I hope
1: he's got something different going on rather than something in a big IP. Because yeah. Taika Waititi's. Just, I've only ever watched, other than Four Ragnarok, um, What We Do in the Shadows, and I don't think I've ever laughed that hard at a vampire film in my yeah.
0: life. What We Do in the, the shadows, shadows is, is something so special. Um, I hope- need to
1: watch a TV series.
0: Hunt for the Wilder People is very good as well. That's another I one of his movies. That well, that's well. very good. Uh, I haven't seen Boy. Um, I need to watch that. That's well, one of his I've early ones. Good. And yeah. Uh, yeah, of course, there's the uh, TV series of What We Do in the Shadows. I haven't seen it yet either. I need to get on that. It does that. look really good. Um, but yeah, I'm sure whatever he does um, with this will probably be great. Let's be honest.
1: <laughs> it's that quite easy, so no matter what, it's going to be good.
0: Exactly. And, and I don't think they can mess up Star Wars any more than they already have at this point. So yeah. <laughs> just do it more. Um, have you heard? There's been an announcement as well for the second season of The Mandalorian. They are bringing uh, in Boba, Boba Fett, Fett. Yes. Well, yes I
1: t- I've heard about that. I, I just, don't know why, but they yeah, are. That's it, isn't it? That's it. Why? And it's literally like. Just for the sake of it, for like, oh, he looks like it, though. So, you know, he kind of has to be in there. Like, no, he doesn't. Yeah. It's just, original characters are a good thing. Just yeah. keep original characters. Exactly. Keep adding want. original, Expanded interesting universe. characters. This world what building, character building. They See, that's what story. they did. They've,
0: they've made an interesting story, an interesting world for this series. And then it's become successful and they've run out of ideas. So they'll just like, just put all the characters in it. Put all the old characters in. And yeah. so it's kind of ruining it.
1: Isn't um, Ahsoka's or something like that? For yeah, Ahsoka Clone from Clone Wars, Clone
0: Wars is see, turning that's, up.
1: That's different though. though. Like, that's not been done in live action, so that's all right. It's like a it, you're bringing in them into the live action film. Yeah, it, it that's would... That's a bit better.
0: Yeah, she she is still alive, whereas Boba Fett died in yeah. episode six. I mean, obviously there's fan theories that he, he survived the, uh, the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. But like, yeah. it's not doubt. official. Well, but it is now. It's a
1: doubt. Uh, yeah, doubt. <laughs> um, yeah, and um, the it, other one. There's two other things that I will read because I'm your guest, and it's rude for your guest to not read. Sure, go uh, for it. Why not? <laughs> there's um, Tom Cruise. Is um, it's been confirmed that Tom Cruise is going to be the first person to ever film a film in space, along with um, the help of NASA and Elon Musk. It's, been the... that it's going to be on the um, the International Space Station. That was the um, maddest headline. The most, that's the most Tom Cruise headline I've ever read in my life. <laughs> Just because I've read Tom Cruise swinging around the Burj Khalifa. Yeah. See Tom Cruise flying on the side of a plane. Yeah. See Tom Cruise breaking his ankle, jumping over buildings, and now... And then carrying on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. That's like the next step up. The step after that is... Tom Cruise becomes the first person to meet God in a film. <laughs> well, we said like, um, he actually just finds him when, somehow. When we found when I,
0: when you sent me that headline, I said I'm only interested if it's directed by Christopher McQuarrie, who did the last yes. two uh, Mission Impossible films. Yes.
1: <laughs> and the next two.
0: And the next two, yeah.
1: <laughs> so if it this is going to be Mission Impossible nine, isn't it?
0: No, no, they haven't uh, started filming seven and eight yet.
1: It's got to be Mission Impossible nine now. No,
0: it won't be, it won't be, it'll it's be, be it, it's Why just it's a been? test, it'll be like that uh, Gemini Man movie with Will Smith, you know, because they were testing out the 3D it, technology, they were testing out yeah. um, the frames per second on that, so it was, yeah. that was really just a test for, of a movie to see if they could do it, and then the, it wasn't very good, so.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was more like a demo, if anything. Yeah. Um, uh, And there's... the other of news.
1: Yeah, the other bit of news is uh, this is probably the most accurate casting I've ever, like, I've ever seen in my life. Uh, so everybody's been going absolutely mental for Tiger King on Netflix, the uh, new documentary about Joe Exotic. Yep. and uh, They're doing a live-action TV series of with course. Nicolas Cage playing Joe Exotic. Unbelievable. Because why wouldn't Nicolas Cage be playing Joe Exotic?
0: Well, like, because he's a maniac.
1: That's why. Yeah, exactly. They fit together perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> Like if you've seen Mandy, just imagine Mandy with tigers, and there you go. Uh, by
0: the way, Mandy is a fantastic movie. You should definitely check it out. Mandy
1: is Mandy is phenomenal. Yeah, it's it really, not really is. got like an incredible, like actual, just fun tie. When you look into the movie itself and read between the lines, you notice a lot more things. The score is insane. It is, and yeah. The cinematography is beautiful. I
0: remember, we, went the, we went to the we went to the cinema to see that, didn't we? we it, was, it was it was like a in half Man ten showing.
1: Yeah, we we went to a very late showing. There was two random guys just screaming constantly over and over in the middle. Like I think up until halfway when they got kicked out. Yeah, they got
0: kicked out. But and the, the it cinema was, was one full. Of the
1: best cinema experiences ever because I remember the guy coming out beforehand. Just saying. By the way, the sound guy kind of messed up, and it's gonna be really, really loud. Yeah. No, he no, played. he
0: did. He did that on purpose. He said, "We we've turned the sound up to eleven for this because yeah. it's the most crazy movie you'll ever see." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah like,
1: that's the best thing ever." That's like if you were to turn up the mo, like turn up the volume just a bit, at the moment in Endgame when you see the hammer start shimmering. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly like that, but with an entire movie about Nicolas Cage in his underwear drinking vodka in the bathroom. Um with,
0: <laughs> See, with that movie as well, we turned up like 5 minutes before the start time thinking there wouldn't be many people there. And we and we ended up we ended up having like fairly bad seats. Yeah, and then it was part of this film festival, at the Home Cinema in Manchester, which, by the way, puts on some really small films and does some great festivals like this. So, go yeah. to the website, see what they've got on at the moment. Tickets are quite cheap as well. Obviously, after the lockdown, obviously. Um, <laughs> I'm
1: actually um, quick, quick, quick little story about that. I'm actually friends with a um, director on Facebook who has recently had a film shown there before the lockdown.
0: Wow, Jason Wingard,
1: we- who also uh, directed "Eaten by Lions."
0: Yes, I know him personally. I yes! I've personally. heard of that
1: movie. Wow. Yeah, apparently it's really good and I haven't watched it and I feel bad because I know the guy. Well, you should, I, you I should feel bad. Him, I talk to him quite regularly as well. I interact with him a lot and it, like we just every now and then chat <laughs> and I just haven't watched his film Maybe don't admit that
0: on a on a podcast going on the internet, mate. Nah, it's fine. <laughs> this isn't going anywhere. Next week's recommendation it's like it's is uh, uh, yeah. "Eaten by Lions." By uh...
1: <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah, so the next time I went to see another movie at this festival, I went to see "Assassination Nation." Um, I was supposed
1: to go with you, but I was ill.
0: You were ill. It was like the next I day didn't after pay Mandy. My ticket, though. It was like the sorry.
1: I did pay for my ticket, though.
0: You did. You did, yes. Before the audience uh, starts judging me. <laughs> and I, So I I, I took a mate. I took my mate, Sam, who's not actually been on the podcast yet. He probably will be in the future. And he, um, I said, right, we need to get there really early because it will be packed, thinking it'll be the same as the other one. So we got there half an hour early. And we were waiting outside the door. And as soon as they opened the doors, we were like, right, get in. Let's get some decent seats. There were 10 people in the audience.
1: Yeah, I was expect to be honest. I'm expecting that like to be the end of the story anyway. Just because there's Mandy, which is a crazy film starring Nicholas Cage, where he goes against like mutant bikers, where he
0: where he snorts a big load of cocaine off a broken piece of glass and licks the acid that
1: these that these maniacs just drink, and he licks it and like his head explodes. Yeah. But then there's also the moment where, he, like, it's almost the very end of the... By the way, it's kind of spoiler. It's not really. Yeah, spoilers, like, whatever. It's not spoiler, but like, it's it's the very end of the movie where it cuts between like him looking at his wife in the car, and it's just him with blood all over his face, just going.
0: And he's got like the biggest. He's got his eyes wide <laughs> open, not blinking. He's smiling, grinning. Forever.
1: He's like. <laughs> the amount of times <laughs> I've been able to use that as a reaction meme is incredible because I've just saved that exact frame. And it is so funny to me every time. Like, it's such a fantastic movie, but it's kind it of is. ruined by that shot just because of how funny the shot looks. See,
0: that's it. It's a genuinely fantastic movie. It's just crazy.
1: It's, it's just, just the most crazy. Nicolas Cage movie ever, other than Mom and Dad. Mm. That was the same year.
0: We went to see Mom and yeah, Dad yes. and Mandy in the <laughs> same year. What is wrong that with was in us? Like
1: the same few months as well, I believe. <laughs> like it was a no, 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 between. no, no. Ma-
0: Mandy was October, and mom and dad was March because we double build Man- appreciate- mom and dad with game night. Because remember, yes, I was super yes, ill. I was super sick. And I, we we got through it was our game second night,
1: of game night as well.
0: Yeah, and we watched Mom and Dad, and Mom and Dad didn't start till like nine o'clock. So I didn't get home until around midnight or past midnight, and I was so ill. I was so ill. I, d- I didn't. I didn't move for like a week. It was.
1: <laughs> I remember I actually bought Mom and Dad on Blu-ray from CEX for three quid a few months after. Oh, I, was I was so happy! I was
0: well annoyed. I was well
1: annoyed. I was so happy that I found it. I just saw it randomly in CEX. Like. I, I, I need it. I, mean, it, it I need it. <laughs> I need it. I literally went home and put, watched it two, t- like two days in a row, and just started f- myself laughing. Just the second that nicholas Cage went, "Saws oh
0: I, I haven't. Sauce. I haven't seen it since. You know, I need to rewatch it.
1: You really need to rewatch it. I might try and get my dad happens. to watch it.
0: Get See, get a reaction from read him.
1: Read I had a weird like, gripe with that movie with the editing because it felt a bit weird, like weirdly paced. But yeah. the, when you when you rewatch it, you think, actually, that's quite smart. It's doing it quite well. It's in, it's entwining like, the background for the characters a lot better than you'd expect the first viewing. But at the same time, I went into that movie expecting literally nothing. I was expecting, <laughs> yeah, we were
0: expecting like, a so-bad-it's-good movie and it was genuinely kind of good. So it kind of threw me off a bit. It
1: was kind of good. Yeah, it was a bit weird.
0: Um, but anyway, anyway, yeah, Joe, Joe Exotics being Harry played Potter by Nicolas Cage. Cage. That was the whole news. That was the whole conversation. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about some Harry Potter then. So where we laughed yeah, off last of time. Yeah, we watched Philosopher's Stone and Chamber of Secrets. All in all, they weren't great.
1: <laughs> They're okay. But we were looking They're forward to basis for a good series.
0: We, we were looking forward to getting to the good ones. And these are the good ones. These are the good ones. I was building suspense, <laughs> yeah. thinking, you know, that I might say these are bad. These I, are good I movies. I was thinking
1: that you were lagging, if I'm entirely honest, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but you just lagged out completely. Just like, what are you
0: talking to- about? know exactly. What you talking about? No, it
1: was suspense, not internet.
0: Yes, of course. So um, we'll start off with Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban.
1: Stronum! This one's my favourite. This is
0: probably my favourite as well. Um yeah, it's,
1: I, I love this one so much.
0: The the performances are better. This this still feels like Definitely. this still feels like part of the first two. Like as a almost like a kid mystery trilogy.
1: See it it's so perfect in that sense though, because it does what the first two should have done in the first place by being dark but still kid moving. Yeah, yeah, so it's exactly. Funny and it has kids in mind, but it's dark enough that kids can watch it and think, "Oh, that's a that that's bad." Like, yeah, when so when, they up, when they grow up, when
0: they grow up, they can well look as back as as and be like, work. "Man, this is dark. What is happening?" Yeah. <laughs> um, I think the introduction of Gary Oldman has... is perfect. Gary so Oldman is really, really good in the series and especially in this movie. Yeah. Um, 100%. I, I think that Peter Thewlis, David Thewlis, even up. He's uh, he's not he's not even called Peter. His character's not even called Peter. David Thewlis <laughs> as um, I think you're thinking of Peter Pettigrew. That's what I'm thinking of. Uh, uh, as Professor Lupin is fantastic as well.
1: Oh, Lupin he, is my favourite character in this one. I love him so. He's much.
0: he's genuinely a great teacher as well. That that's the exactly gre- that's like, the weird for thing. Once
1: Harry has a good teacher, because almost every other teacher from this one, like from the first two, and then the next one's over, most of them are going to betray him. Yeah. And it's really, really funny that the fact that he only ever had one really good teacher and he turned out to be a werewolf.
0: Yeah, and he and he had to leave. <laughs> so it's it's but he but
1: had we, to leave him. We do, we
0: do we do we do get to see him again though later on in the series as yeah. part of the uh what the Order of the Phoenix.
1: I believe so, yes.
0: Yeah. Um so we'll so we'll just run through it as as we normally do. Uh I've got the yeah. Wikipedia page, so we'll run through the plot. Hey, um, Harry Potter has been spending another dissatisfying summer with the Dursleys. When Aunt Marge, when Aunt Marge Dursley insults his parents, he loses his temper and accidentally causes to inf- uh, to inflate like a balloon and float away.
1: <laughs> See, this is my favourite like Dursley moment in the entire series because it's like at this point he's already ruined his ch- like traumatized his child. Ruined his chances of, like, impressing his boss. And now he literally blows his, like, sister up into a balloon. And makes her fly away. Yeah. Like, granted, these guys are royal. royal, They're such bad people because they keep him under the stairs. But at the same time, why do they just keep on letting him come back? Well, he's like, it's... He looks, when he, he, when she that, starts that.
0: inflating,
1: he, he
0: has a look on his face and he's looking at her like, oh, God, not this again. Like, this has happened before. <laughs>
1: like, whole this whole isn't whole the whole first world. time
0: that someone's just exploded in
1: their house. <laughs> so You know what, though? Like, I love that the Dursleys are just getting a bit more used to the antics and they're just being... Na- like, in this one, this, they're a lot nicer to Harry than
0: the well, they were in don't, the first two. They don't really get much opportunity opportunity to not be nice to the, it's not be like, horrible the, the
1: second, I know but the they're second, only in like, it for the first the 10 first minutes one, in the first um, and the second one it's immediate, you better not screw this up and it's just like, right Harry mate, just, you know, behave come on, please for us, and then, you know we, we won't moan at you later like, there is such different attitudes and it's such an escalation in things of what Harry does now
0: yeah, it is. Because the
1: first one, it wasn't his fault at all. He got letters. The second one, <laughs> Dobby screwed him over. This is the first one where he actually did something wrong, and they didn't even moan at him that much for it. Oh well, yeah. Granted, he was being threatened by a wand, <laughs> but
0: still. And um, when he's when before Aunt Marge gets there, he asks his uncle to sign a form so he can go to a village as a school trip. Yeah. Oh no! Hang on, bear with me. Don't worry about it. My dad's uh, reading my essay and he's going through it all. And he said he's going to text me bits on it. And I said to put my phone on silent, so I did. That's what I was doing then. And I forgot that I get messages through my laptop as well. So I had to put (laughs) put this on do not disturb as well. Um, Continue. Yeah, he he was asking his uncle to sign a letter to go to a village as a school trip and yep. that that will come into play later and he he, that says, actually he says no like
1: impacts the story a tiny bit as well it does yeah cuz what's weird about it cuz
0: without that he then gets more time with professor lupin like yeah in school to discuss with him and we get some really nice scenes with them um anyway back to the main plot yeah
1: we we'll, we'll, we'll get to that we
0: will get to it um so his his aunt flies away uh, he then packs up and starts leaving and, he, and they say, "Oh, you're gonna get in trouble now. You're not supposed to be doing magic outside." And he's like, "I don't care. I want to get out of here." So he gets, yeah. he packs up his luggage, he walks away, he gets sits on a step outside, and the night bus arrives.
1: The night bus. I, see, what I love about these movies as well as the fact that you just you get a bit more look into the world of Wizardry in general. Yeah, like in like every movie like you get. What is the coolest thing ever?
0: Like in in every movie you sort of see a new way that wizards do things. So in in this one, you yeah. see a new way of, they, they transport. In the first one, you see just the standard way. They go through platform nine, three quarters. They get on the yeah. train. They go. And then in the second one, they can't get you to that. The so they car. see a new way. They see the flying car. And in this, and in we this get the one, night bus, Yeah.
1: And then in the next one, you also like, you see the, um, the port key. The port key. And that, that comes into also, play much uh, later in the I fourth Can I could just say like, um, you know how like in the second one, oh, in Goblet of Fire, it's the the um, Quidditch World Cup. I think it was like 200 odd. 422. So like 422. And yet somehow, like, I, I just love the fact that like that's kind of insinuating that they kind of gave ideas to the human world in general of how to do stuff. Because World Cup 422, whereas in the actual Muggle world, it's like, what, 70 odd?
0: Something like that, yeah. There's not been so a, like a obviously they like,
1: they've they've had a little impact.
0: Well, football only on started football in like the 1800s, 1850s. Yeah, exactly. Like that.
1: And they would have given them that idea. I yeah, mean. like in the Wizarding World, anyway, or in the world of Harry Potter. Like in that universe, I imagine that they would have um, given like little hints to sports and stuff like that. And I've, yeah, that, it's just subtle world building like that wow, that works really well for this series.
0: See, that would be an interesting prequel to make. Just how. A, a, like, almost like a clip show of mo- of Muggle of wizards that have impacted the Muggle world. See, and so I'm like, pretty
1: sure there's probably a book about that. Like, just because there's a lot of Harry Potter law books. Yeah, like the uh, um, buddy what's it called? Like Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them is just a law book. Yeah, that's not an actual storybook. That's literally just an an encyclopedia of Fantastic Beasts and where to find them in the world. Well,
0: like as uh, you can imagine, like in those books, there'd be like, a subtle nod that maybe Steve Jobs was a wizard. And yeah, that, that's exactly. how he created well, all these computers.
1: Do, do the Men in Black thing and just like, Michael Jackson's an alien. Yeah. yeah. And he's Agent M. Agent M. That,
0: that was a weird cameo. That was a very strange cameo. That was
1: cameo. the best cameo, though. Anyway,
0: we, we're like two sentences into this thing. This is going to take too long. I said <laughs> to my dad, this Mike, should what? take like an hour 45. Don't worry, we'll be fine. You can come nah, back downstairs never, and carry on watching telly. On this, uh, so the night bus arrives and uh, takes Harry to the Leaky Cauldron. The the night bus scene, I think, is uh, pretty fun.
1: Yeah, it's cool.
0: Yeah, the, oh, this good. the start of this movie's. It's very much following on the tone from the last two. Very much oh, yeah. fun, but you get the sense of darkness. Like when when he's waiting for the bus, um, he sees something in the in the bushes, and it that can be a little bit scary. It sort of looks like. You know, like a wolf or a, or a dog. I'm guessing that's serious black from later on.
1: Yeah, it yeah. is serious black. But, um, one thing that, I, um, it just remind me I've been watching somebody play the Lego Harry Potter games like years one to four. Oh, yeah. In the Lego version of that, instead of it being in the bushes, he's on, like, the, um, the little merry-go-round at the play park, at the, like, part. Oh, is it? So it's just a dog riding that. It just, it honestly made me die of laughter, just the idea of just seeing a dog ride that, especially a Lego dog with it being dead disproportionate. Not... Yeah. I don't know why it made me laugh, and it's just the idea of that. Like, yeah. Um, that, that's all. It just, it just reminded me of it, and it made me giggle. Yeah. Um, then,
0: so he, he gets off the night bus. That, Like, like I said, yeah, we got these little cute scenes like the night bus. He gets yeah. off into the Leaky Cauldron where he is told by the Minister of Magic that he's, he's all right for, for using yeah. magic outside Hogwarts. He's like, yeah, it's just whatever. a little
1: prank. Yeah, don't yeah. worry about it. It's like, so that plot is like, oh, whatever, okay. <laughs> that, that big rule of you can never use magic outside of Hogwarts is just like, ah, don't worry about it. It's just a... It's more of a guideline. Boys
0: will be boys.
1: (laughs) Exactly. There's a lot of that in this movie, and in the next one especially.
0: Also, can we mention that the Minister of Magic is called Cornelius Fudge? Yeah. What an odd one. I love
1: that name. It's great.
0: After reuniting with his best friends Ron and Hermione, Harry learns that Sirius Black... A convicted supporter of the Dark Wizard Lord Voldemort has escaped Azkaban and intends to kill him. This scene is fantastic, by the way, because um, oh, yeah. it's one shot. Most of it. It starts off with Ron telling Harry how he went to Egypt, and it's all in the brightness of the Leaky Cauldron. And then Harry's they dad follows, comes in.
1: Um,
0: yeah. Harry's dad comes in and Ron- says, "Sorry." Ron's dad. Harry Harry's dad's dead. Ron's dad, sorry. Ron's dad comes in. <laughs> Mr Weas- Weasley comes in and says and says to Harry, Hi, can I just have a chat with you? Takes him into the shadows underneath that like just in this corridor and he's all in yeah. shadows and then he starts telling the dark story about Sirius black and There's has one
1: thing I love about this, um, this shot as well. Like the fact that when he's against like in the background, you can still see the poster of Sirius black, just like moving around. Cause obviously it's with, yeah. but it's just the fact that no matter, like even though he's not actually mentioned Sirius black, like, you know, he's about to be mentioned cause he's, he's like there. he's in the, in the shot. shot so it's like it's the field of view and it's such a he's cool al- he's almost shot. like in the
0: center between them yeah so he's you sort of drawn to him it's so good and then as the as the conversation gets darker and darker the shadows sort of get darker and yeah. you see less and less of mr weasley until the final bit when they're in this tiny little box and is it's in complete darkness and you can only see harry's face through like one ray of light and he says he's trying to kill you. So I yeah. think I love I love that shot. I think that's fantastic.
1: It's so good. It like this is what like brought these movies into like really really high quality. Like this this was the first stepping stone into the like the proper filmmaking part of it. Like making it look nice and look appealing. And yeah. Well, this is directed the by mean something to the story.
0: Well, this is directed by Alfonso Cuarón. Yeah. Who did Roma? On Netflix, which is amazing. He did Gravity. Um, there there are others. (laughs) I'll Google it. I'll Google it. Yes,
1: I'll Google. Yeah. But yeah, um, after this, what? So after this is um, them on the train, isn't it? Like it just transitions to them going onto the train.
0: Yeah. He did Children of Men as well. What a cracking film that is.
1: That is a cracking film. So I have what a run of movies though. What other a, than Prisoner of Azkaban.
0: What a run of movies. Prisoner of Azkaban, Children of Men, Gravity
1: and Roma.
0: What? That's
1: insane. It's pretty good. That's, yeah. Yeah. But yeah so um, continue with um Prisoner of Azkaban. So he continue like from here on he goes to the um he goes to the train and Yes, the the trio returns like to Hogwarts China. for
0: the school year on the Hogwarts Express only for dementors yeah. to suddenly board the train searching for Sirius Black. This yeah. scene's terrifying. This scene's well said. The
1: dementors are the coolest thing to come out of the wizarding world, in my opinion, because they're they're horrifying to look at. Like they, they are, are just cloaks of black flying around and sucking the life force out of you. Like if that's not creepy to you, what is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I think th-
1: this scene as well. How
0: everything turns to like ice as soon as they go near oh, them. God. That's yeah. that's creepy. Um, the the one, like, that's the moment from the trailer that everyone remembers as the yeah. hand comes round the door and it's all like this cru- these crusty fingers. Yeah. And that's grim.
1: See, there's also the fact that, like, the effect of, like, them sucking Harry's face. Yeah. It's a it's force and, like, it looks so realistic. It's a really scary horrifying. visual effect.
0: It's a really unsettling yeah. visual effect.
1: It's so good, though. Yeah. It just, it really, it genuinely puts you in the moment of just, like, Jesus, how he could die.
0: Yeah, they could just kill him. And then,
1: and then Lupin comes out of nowhere. He wakes up. Yes, says, uh, hey.
0: Professor Lupin, the new and Defense Against Lupin the Dark in Arts teacher, was the
1: best character in the series. <laughs>
0: he repels the Dementor with a Patronus charm. And yeah. uh, at Hogwarts, Headmaster Albus Dumbledore recast, sadly as a as we mentioned last time. Rest in peace. That Richard Harris passed away, but now we've got Michael Gambon as. Um, Dumbledore, he announces that the Dementors will be guarding the school while Sirius Black is still at large. Um, and Hagrid, the groundskeeper, is announced as the new Care of Magical Creatures teacher.
1: I just love Hagrid. Hagrid's Especially just... in, in these two films as well. Hagrid's amazing.
0: He's just got a super adorable face.
1: He really does. Yeah. Which is really weird for someone so huge.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> like he... the British old...
0: He, he gets cuter in the next one. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. He gets we'll get to in it. the
1: next one for a specific reason, though. It's great. Yeah.
0: Um, so, then we go to Hagrid's first class, first lesson, as the uh, care of magical creatures, and he's got a hippogriff? Yes. A hippogriff. Buckbeak. Buckbeak. And um, this, Buckbeak, there's a moment the before way. this, while they're waiting for Hagrid to get Buckbeak out, and... um. Ha- Malfoy's like having a go at Harry for something like oh you fainted on the bus oh 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 you little Dementor Dementor <laughs> yeah. yeah and he- so, he so he shouts oh Dementor Dementor and everyone turns around like ah and he t- turns around he starts laughing walks back to his group And they've all got the wizarding cloaks on. And as he walks back, he puts his hood up. And as Harry turns back around, they've all got their hoods up. And they're all like, ooh, waving their arms about. They definitely practice that. They 100%.
1: 100%. 100%. (laughs)
0: Like, lads, lads, I've got this dance for you. I'm just going to... It's no, going to be the we, best we, thing. I've got this
1: idea to prank Harry, right? We're going to train it in three weeks now.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. they were like, just like, no.
1: even knew about. Can no, put, say, though, put, put your like... hands as
0: fingers, not jazz hands. Come on, man, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> right, just... let's take it from the top, guys. Five, six. <laughs>
1: Can I also just say, like, this is, like, I feel so bad for Neville. Like, even in this one, like, in, in the last two, he's just constantly bullied and, like, hung from his underwear or his cloak. He and is. then in this one, he just gets attacked by his own book. He does. He, do- <laughs> he just starts getting munched on by the book because he forgot to stroke the spine. That book is so weird. That monster book. It's, yeah, it's... it. I don't know why that was a thing, if I'm entirely honest, because it doesn't really play any part. I think it was there just more for, like, the idea of a monster book has to be a book, a book of monsters, so it's a monster book, but... Yeah. Does it have to be? No, it
0: doesn't. No, a but potion anyway. book doesn't anyway. have to be a potion. You don't have to
1: exactly a potion book isn't a potion. <laughs> like a spell book isn't a spell. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Why does a monster book have to be a monster?
0: Um, so Hag- Hagrid gets Harry to like get on the hippogriff. He flies around with him, and that makes for some beautiful, uh, beautiful shots. It's as he's. Uh, I
1: think this replaces like the uh, the first time riding a broom scene. It's just like a, you know about ta- you know that scene where he rides a broom. Can we do it again? It's like, but he's already ridden the broom for the first time. What if it's a bird? <laughs> Genius. <laughs> so
0: he's he's flying around, um, like he's touching the floor. He's touching the water with the bird's foot, and he's like, That's Woo!
1: like, the Best shot of that entire thing as well. Just like the idea of it gliding across the water and slightly. Game in it is so- and i
0: and i noticed that when he's like the bird itself the f- the way its feathers are, are made up it almost looks like a painting it looks yeah. super arty and i, I kind of like that design I
1: think, I think they did that for a reason because it's supposed to be like a magical mythical looking creature yeah what's the most magical thing looking thing you can think of like to take inspiration from Ah. So I think that, like that's the reason they did that. I think yeah. it was made so that, you know, it looks unreal to the point where it looks real.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely.
1: Um, no, that, that was a good choice. But um, after this bit, um, yeah, this is my favorite part. Second favorite attack of Malfoy in the film <laughs> is um, because <laughs> Malfoy just gets beat up in this film. It's great. But, um, yeah, he gets literally attacked, like. He just gets a a slight scratch after well, he comes off. It he, ru- he starts thinking that he's like he runs at it, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, he runs Basically. at it. He's like, "Oh, you stupid bird! Whatever, yeah, I can he, get he on you."
1: Sort of, he gets scratched on the arm. But then immediately falls, going, "Oh, it's killed me!" <laughs> it's just like that reaction. It's killed. Me. It's clearly not killed you, mate. You're on the floor crying. Yeah. We, we I mean, do you understand that?
0: I mean, Malfoy becomes a lot less one-dimensional in the future films, especially yeah, like from he be, from he 6 onwards. character. Yeah, in in like the 6th one he becomes a bit more of a character, but in this yeah. he's just a bully. He's just like he's the just stereotypical a bully. Back. Has a lot of words he's to say, li- can't yeah. do anything.
1: He's a punching bag rich boy that can't do anything in life. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so he just bullies the kid who lost his parents. Um, then Draco
0: exaggerates his injury, and his father uh, has Buckbeak sentenced to death. Um, then the the fat lady,
1: she yeah the fat lady the meanest played name. By Don French?
0: Play by Dawn French. Yeah,
1: I the, thought it was the like, fat it's lady. It's just an unnecessarily I love cruel Don name. French so much. Can I also just say I share a name with Don French. I love that. <laughs> shut up man oh yeah French I thought you meant the fat lady See? I thought you were calling no. yourself the fat lady <laughs> <laughs> not that means, that dude come on you know my name you've known me for years and you immediately think the fat wow well, some friend you are my god <laughs> Oh, invite me onto the podcast just to bully me. That's just to roast job. you. Well, welcome, yeah.
0: folks. This is no longer the filming <laughs> Podcast. This is the Comedy Central Roast of David French.
1: A.K. <laughs> the Fat Lady. Hey. <laughs> yeah, so, played by Don French. Um, like They go back to the like, Gryffindor common room and they can't find the Fat Lady. She goes missing and she's just, like, really scared. The scratches in the painting, it's, like, ripped up. Yeah. And they immediately put like a call out for her and then Filch just finds her. He just looks up and is like, ah, she's over there, mate. She's over there, mate. (laughs) Like, like, it's the most casual thing. But can I also just say, I'm pretty sure it's Percy who's a head boy, isn't it? Yeah. He just keeps on screaming, I'm a head boy. (laughs) I'm a prefect. (laughs) I'm a prefect. You can't go past me. I'm head boy. It's like, mate, Dumbledore (laughs) s***. Scared, what are you gonna do about it? <laughs> People are gonna run if Dumbledore's
0: running. Um, so he she tells Dumbledore that Sirius Castle has been in the castle. Sir, Sirius Cat, Sirius, what did Sir- I call him?
1: Sirius Black.
0: Sirius Black, did I call him Sirius Castle? <laughs>
1: yes, you called it Sirius Castle is in the castle. Sirius That's Black, black is in you the you castle. Think, Sirius Castle is in the black.
0: Serious, serious. Black has been in the castle. Um, yeah, she,
1: like she's terrified, handing behind the lion, going back to Tiger King. Hang on, she this um,
0: Queen. this um, thing here has completely skipped over the Bogart scene. The Bogart, the Bogart scene with um, you know where the Professor Lupin teaches them how to the ridiculous spell.
1: Oh, the ridiculous. That's yeah, it, yeah.
0: Which is a pretty fun scene, so um, Professor Lupin says, like, in here is whatever you think is the scariest thing in the world, and I want you to be able to make fun of it. So, like, Neville gets... Neville thinks of Professor Snape, and makes him wear his uh, grandma's clothes.
1: Ron thinks of a a spider, and it's immediately just got, like, Roller skates, roller skates, heelys.
0: Yeah, someone I else think
1: thinks funny in heelys.
0: Someone else thinks of a big snake and then changes it and into a clown. clown. So, yeah, that's like, not going to creep someone so else out, is, day, is it? My god. <laughs> <laughs> so then, um, to,
1: anyways, and then um, Harry comes up and he immediately thinks of a, um, a dementor.
0: Yes, he thinks and, of uh, a dementor, and
1: and he just freezes and and jumps in front, says ridiculous, and turns into a balloon.
0: Yes. Well no, it turns it becomes a dementia. It dementor. turns into a full moon. It turns into a full moon. And then he turns it into a balloon. Ah. Ooh, what does that mean? Ooh shadowing. Foreshadowing. I
1: couldn't remember the word for a second and I'm glad you were <laughs> carried on talking so I could think of it. Hey. That's what, <laughs> what I'm here thinking, for. What does Edgar Wright do all the time? <laughs> that's it.
0: <laughs> God I love Edgar Wright. Um then. Oh, God. During a stormy Quidditch match against Hufflepuff, Dementors attack
1: Harry. There's also the fact that, like, this just proves that Hogwarts is the most unsafe school for kids ever. Like, they're having a Quidditch match in the store. Like, a, actual, a kid just gets electrified. It gets hit by lightning. They're like, ah, it's, it's fine. It's,
0: it's um, fun. In the book, the ah. person that gets electrified is actually uh, Cedric Diggory.
1: Ah, I did not... See the thing is though, they weren't able to cast Cedric Diggory at that point.
0: Well, no, because so. it, it's not it's not at batting at this point.
1: No, that's in the fourth one. God, I love Cedric in the fourth. one. anyway, I, um, I then, yeah. So like Quidditch got, in the in the, fo- in the
0: yeah, and Dementors attack Harry, causing him to fall off his broomstick. Yeah,
1: that and happened. causing his broomstick to um to snap, obliterate, to, ab- obliterate. I mean, that's
0: incinerated,
1: all exterminated. That is more than a snap. But can I just say, there's also a shot in that moment when Harry's falling, and it like clo- like the screen closes around him as um, Dumbledore focuses on him. I love that because it's like Dumbledore's entire vision is literally focusing just on Harry for a second, so it closes him yeah. just on. There's a
0: Harry. lot of uh, there's I a lot fade that. there's a lot of fades to black in this.
1: Yeah, there is, but I think that's that's done on purpose, I Like kind of because Kubrick does a lot of fades. I imagine he was just trying to simulate. That kind of thing of just like fading constantly,
0: maybe, maybe. It, it works
1: quite well though. Like it, it works very, very well. Yeah, especially for that scene, like it works perfectly because it's f- it's fading into like a concussion. Yeah, and it's falling to his near death, so it's you know it's dramatic to fade, um, and then you fade into the next scene. So yeah, it, it works well.
0: And then uh Harry, wait, what? What? Is that Hogsmeade. <laughs> Harry, wait! Th- this has skipped another bit. Oh, this is terrible! This is absolutely shocking. <laughs> um, earlier on, Harry get Harry, uh, people go to Hogsmead, and Harry can't go because he didn't get it signed. We told you that'd come back. Yeah. Um And now we're at Hogsmeade Harry has the Marauders map, uh, which basically tells you where everyone is in the castle. Fred and George give it to him as uh, so he can get into Hogsmead, so he can meet yeah. his friends, and so he can go and have a good time in the village.
1: This is also one of the coolest things in the wizarding world. Yeah, 100%. So it, it's, what... it's kind of like, um, to explain the Mortal Modern Kombat to people who have never seen Harry Potter and for some reason watching his podcast. <laughs> um, you know how like you can see your friend's location on Snapchat? It's that. <laughs> <laughs> You've crushed it there, mate. Absolutely crushed it. <laughs>
0: You know I'm right as well. Yeah, absolutely crushed it. Uh, it, it that map also has uh, gives gives way to the funniest moment in the credits because halfway through the yeah. credits you can see two pe- two sets of footprints um, in a corner, and so two people are making out. I think that's pretty yeah. funny.
1: <laughs> That's just such a subtle little thing. It's great. Yeah. But um, so, then the Marauders map also plays into the story later on, as we'll explain.
0: Yes. Uh, so he has Which the he has probably. the Marauders map, and that tells him a way to get out of the castle and into Hogsmeade without being seen. And he's got his invis- invisibility cloak as well. So yeah. um, he goes and beats up a thingy. Yeah, he starts Malfoy. throwing um,
1: snowballs at Malfoy because he starts once again, this is just another thing that Malfoy yeah. just gets beaten up with. <laughs> like he just gets a load of like snowballs thrown at him. He gets out his of like nowhere. Crab gets his pants pulled well, down. This is also like the um the moment where you start to like see r- like run and Hermione start to kind of float towards each other into a relationship wise. Yeah, 100%. Because, like, they're, they're just talking, like, casually, but they're very awkward with it, as if they like each other.
0: Yeah, they are. Right, so, what, what I was trying Continued. to think, what are the words that um, that you have to say to open the Marauder's Map?
1: Um, I solemnly say that I am up to no good. That's it, that's it. And what and do you say to close mischief it? Mischief managed.
0: Mischief managed. There you go.
1: Yeah, I've, I've watched this film so many. This is the one Harry Potter film that I've watched more than like twenty times because I I love it so much.
0: See this, it's this and number five that I've watched least. The least. Yeah, just because I never had three and five on DVD at home. Well, I had but really, five,
1: but least it was my. Is probably. Like.
0: Can't remember. Like the fifth one, we had it at home, but it was my brother's. And my brother ah. never let me watch anything he ever owned. Because <laughs> my brother was the worst person ever. He's better now. Was?
1: Just a bit, though?
0: Yeah, he's not dead or anything. He's 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 alive. He's just a better person. Um. Anyway, so then he, at Hogsmeade, Harry is shocked to learn that not only has Sirius been his father's best friend... And apparently betrayed them to Voldemort, but also is Harry's godfather. Never go against the family.
1: uh, I'm gonna give him a a, 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 a present. I screwed up. That was worse than mine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, no, no, I'm giving you a second chance of this No, no,
0: like, you'll like, never like, get another second chance Lupin privately teaches Lupin
1: What does the Godfather
0: say? Lupin privately teaches Harry to defend himself Against Dementors using the Patronus charm You bad person
1: <laughs> Not even giving me a second chance On like one of my favourite impressions so. Nope
0: <laughs> um, Yeah, that carries on from earlier Lupin teaches Harry uh, about the yeah, Patronus charm. Um,
1: and there's also like the constant chocolate eating.
0: The constant chocolate eating.
1: Yeah. Chocolate's a big thing in this film, man. Yeah. Like.
0: got to eat some chocolate if you want to fight some Dementors, bro.
1: Yeah. If you want to fight Dementors, you know, got to stock up on chocolate. Yeah. Get some Kinder <laughs> chocolate because it's white and dark chocolate. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, you get yourself a Kinder egg. Get yourself a Kinder Get a nice toy afterwards. Get a toy afterwards as well. It's It's absolutely magic. They're banned in America. They're banned. Do you not know that? No. (laughs) It's because the people were eating it without like breaking it apart, so they were choking on it. For God's sake. (laughs) They're such morons. Not only do they have to call it Sorcerer's Stone because they can't spell Philosopher, they can't have Indirects because they choke on it because they don't like think, ah, there's a toy inside. Maybe I'll take it apart. They get the Kinder, like the Kinder surprises or something like that. The um, uh, you know, like the the one with the scooper, and like the little chocolate balls. What? What are you on about? you never had those. Wait, <gasps> the little chocolate Mate. balls. Like the little chocolate balls in like the um, in the Kinder. Ah, oh, it's like the white Nutella kind of thing. They're still in an egg, but you peel like it off, and it's got half of it. And then you get a little spoon. It's got like two little chocolate balls. inside like um, like white Kinder like sauce in a sense. I'm so it's confused. So good, it's... How have you not had Wait, that? A kid,
0: a Kinder Surprise is the one with the toy.
1: Hold on, I'm 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 a Google. Kinder. What is this Surprise.
0: podcast? What has it become? We spent five minutes talking no. about Nicolas Cage.
1: Nope, that's the wrong Kinder. And now um, we're talking about Kinder chocolate. I've just, I've just Googled Kinder Surprise. It's Kinder Joy. That's it. Kinder Joy. Kinder Joy? Hold on. I'm going a, I'm to a send you this in, in Discord.
0: Hang on. I've, I've Googled it.
1: What? Oh, they're the? so good, man. They're so good. Oh, I've seen these. They're so nice. Honestly. Oh right! It's like, you, you know what you're eating a happy hippo. Oh, I don't like happy hippos. Oh, it, it's got the, like the it's got the same stuff. As that but it's like more bueno with anything like that. It's, oh, it's, it's, so it's
0: hazelnuts. Good. I don't like hazelnuts. And most oh, so... most kinder chocolate uses that hazelnut cream. Happy hippos, kinder oh. bueno's these and those oh. choco bombs. Those have got hazelnuts oh. in the middle, and I can't. I hate hazelnuts.
1: Yeah, I um I googled kinder surprise and then it came up with illegal. Anyway.
0: Yes, so... Um, so, what were we talking about? <laughs> so then, this is where, for me... Because the first half of this movie, I enjoyed. I liked. I was like, hmm, this is cool. Um, But then, it's at this point that the movie became like, okay, I need I need to like... I was like, hooked at this yeah. point. Um, I think
1: the moment that hooks me specifically is a second after that when um, you find it out and Harry goes and like and sobs off and running around and find him and he just has like this breakdown and yeah. he's just like when I find him, I hope he finds me because when when he does I'm gonna like, I'm gonna whatever, when he does I'm gonna kill him and he's like damn, damn, you are a child
0: yeah you are literally 13 years old right now
1: you are 13 C- years old and you, g- Jesus, pick you up your fidget dead.
0: spinner man chill
1: out <laughs> <laughs> fidget spinners, oh my god. Oh uh, I would have hated Harry Potter with Fidget spinners there would have been a fidget spinner wand. <laughs> Imagine like you just go, Expelliarmus Ooh Spin. <laughs> um
0: oh, We gosh. we also this this thing has m- missed out that when uh Harry Khan goes to Hogsmead he has a conversation with Lupin and this is where you see like he's a he's actual he's an actual good bloke. Like so, we we really get to love this character, which is what kind of makes everything yeah. worse later on. Um, so here we go: Harry, Ron, and Hermione are going down to come for Hagrid as Buckbeak's about to be executed. And on the way down, they run into Malfoy, and Hermione punches him in the face.
1: Yep, it's wonderful. That's it's brilliant. The second that that like the sound it makes as well. I think the sun sign for that moment is and so it's, good. Just it's
0: not even it's like, like it's not even like a Hollywood punch. It's not like a pow, a, like a, a what do you call it? A right it, hook. It sounds
1: like an actual genuine.
0: Punch. Yeah, she just jabs him in the face, like, and it yeah. looks like she's a while away as well. So she's not at the right distance. She, she like tumbles into it. She's like, oh, bang, straight yeah. up, no prisoners. Like, it's a pro-
1: like that's the proper like. It is just a ge- It looks more genuine because of the stumble, because of like she's so far away and falls into it. Yeah. Because as thirty 30- at thirteen years old, you don't know how to punch. No, you don't. At all.
0: No. You're at twenty cat- years old, I don't know how to punch.
1: <laughs> to be honest, I wouldn't be like too scared if I were you, mate. They'd look at you and then just run.
0: <laughs> anyway. anyway. They they then carry on down to Hagrid's. They're having a chat with him. He's saying, "Like, what? they're saying, like why don't you just let him loose?'" And they be like, "Oh, they know what. They'll know I did it. You know, what can I do? Yeah. I can't do anything about it. He's gone." Then uh, a rock gets thrown in and breaks a vase, and another yes. rock gets thrown and hits Harry in the back uh, of the it head. Hits Harry in the head. Confusion. What is going on? Anyway, this makes them realize that Dumbledore and the Minister and the executioner are on the way down, so they've got to leave and not be seen. So then they they run outside behind hide behind the big pumpkins. I like the design of the pu- I like the set design on this. Just the big
1: pumpkins. Yeah, I enjoy that. Um, that, that's become like Hagrid's like house as well. No matter what, whenever you see Hagrid's house in any form media, it's always got the big pumpkins. Now. Always got the big pumpkins. Even in the Lego games, even in like the early ones, you see the big pumpkins there the big anyway. Pumpkins. Even in the early years of the Lego games they are just there because you know that's a signature hagrid thing now he's got um, big pumpkins so then he then they the three of them
0: run like run back up to the top um up the hill and see the axe come down and they uh, you know they know that but Buck- is dead had his head yeah. chopped off um yeah. then times, man. After this, they like Ron's rat scabbers, bites him, and runs off. Yep. So Ron chases him, <laughs> Harry and Hermione chase Throws after him Willow. into the Wamping Willow. By the way, the Wampin Willow early on, you kind of you know, like, you don't, they're showing a lot of it, footage of the Wampin Willow
1: just yeah, hanging just some out. Random shots of the Wampin Willow for no reason. It's just like, oh yeah, the Wampin Willow exists. Yeah, they do when, that for a reason. Yeah, it comes into the story. It, it's
0: a massive player in the story later Everything
1: on. that gets the only thing that doesn't like play on the story in this film is I can't remember the the monster book. Like that's the only thing that's shown off a decent amount in this film that doesn't that doesn't have pay into the story.
0: Yeah, um, whereas something
1: Willow just gets shown randomly and then it's integrated into it. it is to remind people that it exists.
0: Yeah, so he so he catches Scabbers, but then. A dog appears, like a rabid dog, and they're like, What it's dun, almost dun, like dun. a wolf. Almost like a wolf. So they like they think it's coming for Harry and it runs at uh Ron and drags yeah. him by the by the leg down under the Wampin willow. And yeah. so then Harry and Hermione get into a bit of a tussle with the Wampin Willow. And, and then then fall into the hole into as well. The yeah. Then they follow the path. And it leads to Ron Aunt. who should be behind the door? It's Mr. Sirius Black. Oh no! Dun 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 turns out he was the dog. He was the dog, and Harry's gonna die. The and then Professor Lupin shows up and And hugs. They think they're
1: saved. Dun 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 Lupin's betrayed him!
0: Yes, and Lupin and Sirius Black are good friends. And they're talking about dun, killing. Dun, dun, dun. They're talking about killing someone. They're saying, "We just gotta kill him. Come on, let's do it." Yeah. And, uh, and
1: then and, Snape comes in.
0: Yes. And then Snape comes in, and they think, "Oh no, he's gonna kill them, and he's gonna like he's gonna be everyone's gonna be safe." But then Harry, Avada Kadabra's him. Not a Vada Kadabra. <laughs> no,
1: he expelliarms him.
0: Expelliarms him into the bed and
1: like breaks like, the bed. Is the death spell. Snape would no longer be in the series. That's I not. I forget for which ones movies, they are. Mate. All right, chill out. There's <laughs> also a stupefy. I don't now. know. Um, stupefy. There's Lumos. There's a um, expelliarmor. Please stop. A <laughs> Vada Your neck um, beard is
0: growing, here.
1: I love you, so
0: anyway um, um we this, this scene is so good the acting in this scene is really great from everyone incredible. everyone brings it
1: but like Sirius brings like the actual insanity to the role as well yeah like you, you, you don't know what he's on about and you he's just terrified
0: yeah he's clearly lost he spent his mind in Azkaban. Years
1: in Azkaban, for one. And then there's the fact that he's finally able to do what he's been wanting to do for all those thirteen years. Yeah, but he's being held back just for an explanation for somebody who who he at the moment he's just trying to kill. And then out of nowhere, his plans get foiled again. But he's given a second chance, a second to Harry. Get like the, all of the the emotions running through his head are actually shown. Yeah. Like, just Definitely. in that one little scene, like, seeing all of that insanity in one moment is so interesting. They actually played him so, so well. Yeah. And then there's Harry, who's like, he's just a child, he's 13, like, he was probably, like, 14 when he was, like, when they filmed this. Yeah, something like that, 14, 15. And, like, he plays it so well, like, he's actually, like, he's playing the character, he's Jane like, interested in what they're trying to do. He wants to hear the backstory. wants to know what happened in his past. Yeah, he does. He wants to know why Sirius betrayed his parents.
0: But he didn't. It turns out that Pull Scabbers is someone called Peter Pettigrew, who we see earlier on, on earlier. the
1: Marauders map. This Wikipedia thing is so bad. He doesn't... Right, look. Just go off the Wikipedia. We know the movie well enough, or at least I know I do. And then just hope to God we get it all right. So, <laughs> so we, earlier P- on, we saw Peter Pettigrew on the Marauders map. He was scurrying around like the castle when Harry was roaming around at night. Yes, and he runs past Harry. Yes, and, and he tells he Professor
0: and he tells Professor Lupin that he saw Pre- Peter, Peter Pettigrew on the map, and he says, "Well, that's not possible. He's dead." But I was like, is yeah, he? I know. No, he, he, he transformed into a broken.
1: rat. He tra- no, he, 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 he transformed into Scabbers. A rat. Is it Scabbers or Scabbers? Scabbers. Scabbers. Yeah. I always heard Scabbers when I was a kid. I was like, why is it called Scabbers? <laughs> why is it called that's Scabbers? You because, you know, he's a, he's a rat. He gets Scabs. Poor
0: sure, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, like, these these little things that he says, like... He says, Scabbers has been my, my family for... He says, 12 years. years! That That's a long time for, for a rat to, to live. And so they're it, just
1: like, wait, yeah, that is a, a long time for a household rat to live. But
0: also, this begs the question, Fred and George have had this Marauder's Map for a couple of years now.
1: How, and they've never seen Peter, Peter Pettigrew on well, the map. Well, that's the thing.
0: That. If they did, that all every time they look for their brother, they will have seen Ron and next to him. Because he sleeps with Peter Pettigrew. He sleeps with the mouse, the rat. Maybe they
1: just didn't want to question his lifestyle, man. Anyway Well then again like I don't think they would have been looking at Ron, let's be honest, because like they don't really care about like Ron's only been there for this is his first third year now and it was about like start like middle of third year. So two and a half years they've had it. Yeah. Or, like, they've, they've been able to see Ron anyway. Well,
0: it's three and a half years. If, if they got it in their first year. They have
1: been... they got it in the first year, but the thing is, like, they're, they're going to be using it around Hogwarts, aren't they? They're not going to be using it around home because there's nothing to do in their home because it's just a field. They know everything. They live there. They know the secret passage. And also, Rose it's a map of ways. Hogwarts. Yeah, it's a map of Hogwarts. So, like, it's not they would have been seeing it at home or anything like that. No, so I mean, like, they if they saw him in the castle. Two and a half years. Yeah. They would have been able to see Ron for two and a half years up until the point where they gave it to Harry. But I don't think they would have been looking at Ron. They would have been looking at the teacher. They would have been lo- primarily looking at Snape. Because let's guess. be honest, they'll be stealing stuff from Snape. I guess. Um, yeah, anyway, I, it, a bit of a plot hole there, but they're well.
0: Um, This, then... So then... Oh, where are we? Yeah, then Scabbers turns into the... Um, the man Peter Pettigrew he turns back. Yep. And then he is
1: like, all ratty. He's a gross character. He's really gross. And he's he literally looks like a human rat. He's even acting like a rat as well.
0: Yeah. Well, that, I think um, that might be because he's been a rat for yeah, he's twelve been a rat years.
1: Of years. But like, carrying on from this scene, so the scene continues and like everything's revealed to the fact that Peter Pettigrew is actually the one that betrayed the parents and they yeah. were just trying to stop him. But he got blamed, so he got sent to Azkaban and for 13 years he's been wanting to kill him and he escapes.
0: Yeah, yeah, Peter Pettigrew does awesome, escape. Like. He turns back into a mouse after they, after they yeah. like, said they're going to take him back. Um, and he, he escapes as Lupin. He's a werewolf! <gasps> well, what? Who saw in that coming?
1: I, we understand that Sirius is now innocent and, like, Harry gets offered to go live with him. And yeah. during this scene, we notice the full moon and then Lupin becomes a werewolf. We let it, in. it looks incredible, can I just say. Like, Lupin, turned, especially for, what, 2004, Four. is it? 2004. Like, it looks so good for 2004. It looks pretty good. It looks so good. I love it. It's great. Um... <laughs> I'm i'm just he's so movie, happy man. there. You really were so cool. happy. I love it. I really love this film. It really good. Um,
0: then Peter Best does escape. He turns back into a mouse. That's a creepy yeah. looking transition, and I like. Yeah, and the imagery of just him being there, and then he's just his clothes just dropping. I think that's. Yeah. I think that's really cool. Um, then the Sirius time, turns back he just into his
1: clothes again.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought. He wasn't,
1: wearing... <laughs> he wasn't wearing clothes when he was a rat. So did he just transform in clothes? But then again, no, so does Voldemort in the next one, so... <laughs> Magic. Yeah. So does Sirius Black in this. Yeah, and like, they just have clothes constantly. They just have clothes. They're, they live in clothes.
0: Yeah, th- the, clothes. this is a kid's movie. You can't have <laughs> yeah. naked men running around.
1: You can't just have Terminator turning around, like, just teleporting yeah, the, for the, the future, just naked. The dudes can't
0: hang dong in this.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: um. Then, what? Well, also, I just realised as well... That um, the potion, the uh, tea class, where they're looking at the tea leaves, they see the uh, grim, which is like means death, and it's the same dog that is Sirius Black. So that comes back into it as well. Just little things. It's um, this movie's really, really tightly written. Yeah. Uh, Then Sirius and Thingy have a bit of a tussle. And as they're having a tussle, Snape wakes up, comes back out of the Whomping Willow and, like, starts having a go at Harry, like, oh, I'm going to have you for this, Potter. And then as soon as he notices that something's wrong, turns and, like, as he's protects the children, like, take me before the children. Yeah. That's
1: such a great
0: little moment for his character. Just say, like, it yeah. just,
1: like, it shows you that Snape isn't the bad guy. Because, like, throughout the, especially the first two films, like, it's showing us Snape the bad guy, but, oh, he's, he's not really. No. Like, this moment just shows that he genuinely does care for the kid. Like, granted, Potter, like, he's done something wrong. He's a teacher. He has to, do, like, do something. Yeah. He has to punish him. He's supposed to be a ruthless teacher. But the kid's safety comes first. Yeah. Yeah. His, his entire job as a teacher is to protect these children yeah it is and that's what I love like that's the the fight or flight response from him as a teacher Definitely. It's perfect but um yeah so considering like we're getting like we wanted to finish this a bit earlier and we've already been talking for an hour we'll um, we'll speed through like the next few story beats I reckon uh yeah yeah so
0: then they have a, a, t- a t- uh, they have a the two dogs have a fight. Harry chases yeah. after them, um, and he throws a rock at the werewolf. Lupin turns around the werewolf and is like, "Oh, I'm going to eat you!" And then, out and out of nowhere, there's a "ow, Aww! ow," yeah. and then Lupin runs down, finding that noise. Harry follows Sirius, who's falling down the hill, and then he takes him to the side of a lake, and he's like, Sirius has been really injured. And yeah. Harry's looking after him and then the Dementors find them and start sucking the life force out. And Harry over the over the over the lake sees someone use the Patronas charm and yeah. get rid of the Dementors and save him. And he thinks it's his dad. Yeah. Which is really sad later on. But anyway I know,
1: but anyway, so at, like we continue and they both wait no, does Sirius die? No, Sirius gets arrested. Yeah, Sirius gets arrested and, and gets put in um, the tower. Harry gets, like, put into the hospital. As do- and so you wake up, see Harry in the hospital along with Ron. And yeah, Hermione his legs all in. been messed up. Yeah. Uh, Hermione comes in, they just, like, start talking, with Ron Earth and everything like that. And Dumbledore comes in and just addresses them and hints at them, just like, you know, if something different was to happen... You know, if you could go back in time, hint, hint, wink, wink, yeah. then, um, you know, you could you could save more than one life. And yeah. so Hermione so, reveals that she has the time turner.
0: You're kind which, of taking my job here. What the hell are you doing? Yes. <laughs> you're but, taking my job. Can I
1: could just, kind of, just... Right, you're going to think I'm super <laughs> sad for this. Hold on. Oh, have Hold you got on. a time turner? Not only that, but... Uh, uh. There we go. Got a nice there shot here. of
0: your midriff here.
1: Ah, thank you. <laughs> Thank you. There you go. Hold on. Ugh, gotta get comfortable again. Oh. Yeah. You sad i hey. f- <laughs> well, I'm trying to get it to spin. Hey, Jesus Christ. My actual prize possession of Harry Potter stuff. Please stop. It's hilarious. I can it smell the hilarious.
0: virgin on you. Please stop. Nope. Oh my god, that's a Hagrid doll.
1: It's a Hagrid teddy.
0: You've got a Hagrid look at, teddy.
1: Look at the cursed version of Hagrid. Jesus Christ. That is cursed.
0: Um, anyway, it, earlier on, uh, Hermione is seen like... She's in two classes at once. She's taking so many classes, and they're like, How are you doing this? She must be in two places at once. She's like, Huh, whatever. It turns out she's got a time turner, and this time turner can so let you reverse time so she can time. go to multiple classes. She got it from Professor McGonagall the at the start of the year. Thing she
1: could do in life. Yeah. Like, Oh, which could be two places at once? Why? I want to go to multiple classes.
0: The thing is, though, this time turner is so useful, never used again. Never used again
1: <laughs> in Harry Potter and the Golden Child. Yes, I haven't read.
0: I haven't read the play.
1: I don't think we're going to, mate. I'm, I'm not going to consider it canon. I don't think half the fan base considers it canon. Is it not good? Apparently, it's pretty awful. Oh wow! I thought it was like well reviewed. Uh, the play, like the writing itself, was well reviewed. The play and the casting was horrible. Apparently. Oh wow! And like the acting was horrendous. Jeez. Okay. Yeah, yeah. anyway, so. Uh, the user time turn and they go back to um, Let me do my job. Obviously.
0: This is my job. <laughs> the-
1: <laughs> you go slowly, Zander. We need to go fast. Can I go no fast. to go to fast. Well.
0: well, even you know what? If we run out of time, we can always carry this
1: on like tomorrow, can't we? True, but at the same time, you know, we want to get this done today.
0: So so um Oh, he's been sentenced to the Dementor's Kiss, which is like them sucking out his soul. Yeah. Which is bad. So uh, Hermione and Harry travel back in time uh, to watch themselves and themselves and Ron repeat the night's events. They save Buckbeak yeah. from execution, throwing stones at themselves. So um, what,
1: we, um, what we saw earlier, because um, we don't actually see Buckbeak get his head chopped off. Yeah. Because uh, that would be a bit traumatic for like, a still technical kid's film. But um, what if it, in? Hang on, is...
0: my dad's here, looking at me. Okay, you are going for a walk? Oh, yeah. What do you want? <laughs> what do you want to do for tea? Uh, I thought if you want to do some mac and cheese uh, with some either broccoli or cauliflower,
1: and then a couple of those tray bake things, so it's not just mac, and, so it's not just pasta. You know, we've got those like mushroom bakes in
0: there. Oh, so do you, want, you want me to like, like a small amount? Okay. But yeah, but then there's. I can do that. Don't know whether we'll have enough cheese. Um, if on your walk and you come across a shop and you... that's still open.
1: Chances are still
0: but I should take my wallet just in case. Thank you. We've got plenty of mature. Get mild. <laughs> okay. You hearing me? Yeah. Mild cheese. <laughs> what kind of cheese are you getting? Cheese, yeah. Mild, mild cheese. You've yeah. you've got a, like almost a full block of mature. I'll use some of that, but we need mild. Get
1: the mature. <sighs> Don't
0: let him leave
1: unless you come forward. Anyway, <laughs> we're back. We didn't take a break. At all.
0: Yeah, who took a break to have a go at their dad for not buying the right cheese? Uh, not me. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so they save Buttbeak. They don't seem to die earlier on, so they manage to sneak him away and the the guy with the, the execution just kills a pumpkin instead. It's like I need yeah. to swing an axe, I'm he, gonna do it.
1: A, he's annoyed, so he just smashes a pumpkin. Yeah. It's like that band, you know, the um The Smiths.
0: The Smiths, yeah, exactly. Exactly. The no, 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 it's the Stone Roses. Sorry, that's my bad. No.
1: No, you're thinking
0: of the Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones, yes. No, sorry, I'm think you're thinking of Guns N' Roses. That's it. Guns N' Roses. <sighs>
1: yep. No. No. Um. <laughs> this, anyway, this is <laughs> such a dead joke. This is so I'm dead. I Trying to think of something else, but I just couldn't think of anything. Further, so. <laughs> anyway. Um.
0: So they save Buckbeak from execution and witness the Dementors overpower Harry and Sirius. Also, and before they that, well of history, when...
1: a of friendship and time!
0: When they... Uh, <laughs> when, they when they see uh, Sirius and Lupin having a fight as wolves, they make the awoo noise that yeah. brings Lupin down there. The Hippogriff saves them from him yeah. and he runs off. Then... Um, Harry's saying, Harry's watching himself get killed by the Dementors, and, and he's saying on,
1: like, saying, my dad's gonna turn up, he's, he's gonna be there, right there, and he's like, it's and like, that's it's such, like, like a, a sad moment.
0: It's like five years after my dad went to get some more milk. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> God. I'm gonna it. cut that joke out. We're gonna cut the that joke out. I'm so sorry. When he went to go and get the cheese. He went to go get the <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think you mean Jesus
0: Christ. He's waiting for his dad to arrive and he realises he's not going to turn up, so he does it himself. He goes, Expecto! So he
1: patronum. Patronum!
0: And he blasts yeah. all of them away. Also, can I say, one thing that re- I really like about this movie is that the kids aren't in the uniforms all the time.
1: Yeah, like for for once, you see them out in civic, in like civil, uh, civvy clothes.
0: Yeah, like Harry Harry's totally got a Adidas jacket on. Yeah. <laughs> he's got the two lines. Like, <laughs> he's he's got the Gucci say shirt and everything. He's got like this black uh, this jet black hoodie that he's wearing when he's upset yeah. he's like
1: ooh, ooh. <laughs> Yeah, it becomes like the moody teeth. but like that becomes a like signature look as well it's like a cartoon when the characters just don't change clothes <laughs> somehow yeah. we always just see them in the same clothes now like from in these next few movies yeah they're just in the signature look of blue black jeans yeah and ink and wherever the how hell Ron wears because I don't remember. He always wears jumpers. I only know Ron for sleeping because I know in the PS1 games he just goes, "Ah, oh, I'm knackered. I'm gonna go to bed after one like level. <clears throat> no matter what, he's always going to the bed. It's the middle of the day. I'm beat, Harry, I'm going to bed. <laughs> like, how much do you sleep, mate? Um so then they
0: rescue Sirius um, and they escape with Buckbeak. They let him escape yeah. with Buckbeak. He flies away, um, and that's that. He's
1: gone. Yeah, that's exposes the, uh, this the werewolf. Is also, like, like, this is also one of the only films in this series that it doesn't really involve Voldemort at all. Yeah, no, no, he's not he's like, like, like the mentioned. The only but... thing that is involved, like, he's mentioned every now and then just through like Peter Perry and Sirius Black. But the villain of this film is Sirius Black. Yeah. Until it isn't.
0: Until it's Lupin. Until it isn't.
1: Un- well, until, until it's Snape. It's until it isn't. More like, it's primarily just the Dementors more than anything. And they have literally nothing to do with Voldemort. They're just,
0: they're just prison guards.
1: They're, they're literally just prison guards. That's what I love about this film. It stands out among the rest by just being independent. You don't have to know who the hell Voldemort is for this film because he's not a part of this film. No. He was too weak at this point, so there was no point to include him. Yeah. I, I like that. I think that was just really nice. That was just a, a good thing to, like, you don't have to focus on one character or one villain the entire time.
0: Definitely. Definitely.
1: Yeah. So, um, that's basically, like, that's the end of the film. Basically. Yeah. That,
0: Lup- Lupin resigns uh, to prevent yeah. an uproar from the parents, and he returns the Marauder's map to Harry, um, and... Harry, Sirius sends Harry a new broomstick, the Firebolt, and he happily takes it for a ride. Credits. Uh,
1: Also, um, the Lego one of this, instead of just taking it, like, out of, into the sky, he takes it into space. Like, (laughs) literally off the earth. Sick. Sick. And then just freeze frame. That's it. He's got a
0: really goofy (laughs) freeze frame at the end, let's be honest.
1: He's got a great freeze frame. Um, So That's a... That's That's Prisoner of Azkaban. Prisoner
0: of Azkaban. What? Um, any any more things you'd
1: like to say about it? I just I love this film so much. Like it's I've got a lot of uh, n- like kind of nostalgia because I used to watch this one the most when I was a kid. Yeah. So like it was always the most fun one for me to watch. But at the same time, it's like the perfect tone for the series as a kids' film. Hundred percent. Because like I said in the last one, the movies grow with the audience. So by this point, you're thirteen. Yeah. watching this film, or supposedly, like, you might be 10 or 12, but you, you might just be born now. Who knows? But, um, like, well, you mean well, mean me you, me, you were me, watching it.
0: Me and you were four years old when this came out.
1: I would have been five years old. Five? Yeah. 999, nine, nine, mate. <sighs> Odd.
0: No, no, you still would have been four.
1: Yeah, no, it came out in the middle, it came out in, like,
0: hey! uh, May. May. came I out was in the first week half, of May. Though. It got that sweet Marvel spot.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, like, and so I would have wa- I think I watched this film when I was like seven. Yeah. Like three years later. And I loved it so much. Like, the Dementors are terrifying, especially at that age. The Dementors are terrifying. Granted, I also am still to this day scared of Weeping Angels from Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> Those Weeping Angels are, are just... great, man. Oh, God, I hate them. Um, They're so cool, but I hate them.
0: So much. I think the I think the movie as a whole is super well, super tightly written. The uh, cinematography is great. Uh, I think the the acting from most of the kids is better. Um, there are still some bad line season. deliveries, moments there's still, there's of bad acting. To be
1: some, especially in like with kid with child actors. Yeah. But in this one, they really, really did grow up, and they did, you know.
0: Yeah, this like like we said though, this still feels like almost the third film in the Christopher Columbus trilogy yeah um of Harry Potter movies and um but I think it's better than the first two by far um better and than the first two combined yeah definitely uh 100%. I'm out of ten where, where are we going with this I,
1: I don't know I, I I'm probably gonna say a nine because I just love it that much
0: I'm I, I'm going nine I'm going nine I'm not quite at ten.
1: It's not quite a ten because there's, there's still a few, especially like because I've um I've recently been doing my audio work for uni. I know it's like for some somehow now I listen to films and I actually hear the audio mishaps. And yeah, I know, like you probably could have like that's a bit out of sync there. Oh, the footsteps there weren't properly done. Like oh, that foley sounded bad. Like I'm that much of a nerd. I'm that sad with my life that I noticed that foley was bad in a Harry Potter film. What can you, the do, can you do? The life of a filmmaker. The life of a filmmaker.
0: Um, nine out of ten, though. That's a not a bad yeah. score at all. That's a cracking score. That's probably That's amazing. It's going to gonna be hard to beat um, for the oh, yeah. for the rest of these films. Now let's move on to Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire.
1: Harry, I protest! Harry, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? No, well, sir. asked one of the oldest students to do it for you. No, sir. You're absolutely sure? Yes, yes sir. The one where, like. Dumbledore asked him calmly.
0: "Do you put your name in the Goblet
1: of Fire?" "This <laughs> "Harry Potter." "Harry Potter." Potter.
0: Potter. "Do you put your name in the Goblet of Fire?"
1: <laughs> um, "Are you sure?" 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 "Look at it. Look at it. This is your peace
0: of, of mind. It's your peace of mind." So, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. It's yes. another. It's another good one.
1: It's another good one. It's another long one, though. I've I've got a few things with this film. I don't know whether it was because of the version I was watching, because I was watching the one on... um... Were you watching the one on Now TV? No. Or were you watching the one that you've got on iTunes? I was
0: watching the one I've got on
1: iTunes. So I was watching the one that's on Now TV slash Sky, right? And there was a few moments where it looked like there were shots missing, and it just randomly cut to different moments, and I don't know why, because it was exactly two and a half hours long from what I could tell.
0: Um, the movie the is movie, 2 hours 37.
1: I think I, the version I was watching
0: the ver- may have been... Tell you what, stuff. I don't like watching movies on Now TV. And here's the reason. Because they, they do it on Sky Cinema, so they just keep the ones from Sky Cinema and put them on Now TV. Because yeah. they speed them up slightly. Yeah. They speed them up ever so slightly. And you can... They do it on TV all the time. When you're watching daytime TV, and when I'm watching Brooklyn Nine Nine, the voices are higher than they are when you watch them online because they speed it up so they can make it fit that time slot with adverts. And it's insane. It's what is that? Why? I was
1: was only watching it on Sky, which was like it's on it's on demand, so it's like just the normal version. It didn't didn't be speeded. It was literally just there was a, a every now and then a shot missing. Like, does it immediately transition? Because I don't know what it, like what it was, but it's from the start. Does it immediately transition into we're now seeing them all come in without explaining what the bloody hell's going on? Or does Who? it explain the Triwizard? Like you know, um, all the other schools. Yeah. Like, does it immediately just cut into the the things flying in? The horses. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah
0: because and then
1: see that moment felt like there was a bit missing.
0: Yeah, they they talk about yeah, so do you see like the ho- the horses and the ship come in and then it cuts yeah. to Dumbledore and he says by the way we're home we're home to not only Hogwarts students but these guys. Yeah, And exactly. then they come like, in.
1: that's such a weird edit then. Yeah, Like, they just it just came out of nowhere. Like, there's something going on at Hogwarts this year. Oh, what is it? And then that happens. Like, there's just one bit more of dialogue that they could have put in. And they didn't put it in. And it really weirded me out. Because I was just dead confused. I was like, what the f*** is going on here? What <laughs> um, like, I, I've just gone from this massive field where there's been a massacre. And it's all burned down to horses flying in.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this movie like it starts off with a, a terrorist transition. attack. Anyway, um, yeah. so... Yeah, this movie
1: starts off so dark.
0: Yeah, so, like, if, if you're thinking the last movie was slightly dark, this movie's like, hey, let me just kick you in the balls a minute. And it's
1: yeah,
0: um, it starts off with a man getting murdered, an old man getting murdered. Yeah. That's how the movie... That's the opening scene of the movie. Then it cuts to Harry waking up, and he's at the Weasleys. He's... We, forget the Dursleys. We're not dealing with them this time. The movie's too long already. Yeah. And, um... He, they, the Weasleys, Hermione, and Harry all meet up with Cedric Diggory and his dad, Miss Diggory, I guess. Yeah, and they go to the uh, Quidditch World Cup. They yeah. go to the Quidditch World Cup. They watch Ireland versus Bulgaria. Yeah, and which is a weird one to go and watch, I guess. Um, the thing
1: is that also they just immediately cuts into the tent like it start like it starts to get to the juicy bit, juicy bits of Quidditch. And it's just like we don't get to see it. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's you're just not, like straight to the ten the
0: after the game, and yeah, I then want, I
1: want more Quidditch.
0: Then the Death Eaters turn up at this, yeah. at this, uh, at, the, at the campsite, and every like they start setting fires and stuff like that. It's basically yeah. like I said earlier, a terrorist attack.
1: It That's what happens. Here. It opens up with a terrorist attack. Yeah. Like, this is just... A, this is a kid's this is film about... Less than 10 wizards. minutes
0: in. This is less than 10
1: minutes in. Like, that's like, what, four minutes, I think?
0: No, I think it's like eight minutes, eight or nine minutes it's
1: in. Like eight, okay, so eight minutes in, we see that, we see a terrorist attack, and then Harry gets knocked out by literally getting kicked in the head by yeah. a load of running people. And then it cut, like it fades out and then fades back into this burned field with all the burnt tents. Yeah. And out of nowhere, you see a few deaf ears, and then you just see... David Tennant,
0: Mister Uh, Mister Doctor Who himself, before um, before he became Doctor Who. Actually, this actually let me check something because this came out
1: around the time.
0: This came out November two thousand and five, so he was already technically Doctor Who by this point. Surely, Uh, Doctor Who season one, yeah. So Doctor Who ended in June of two thousand and five. So and at the end of the first season, David Tennant becomes the Doctor. And then yeah, this so comes out in already... November two thousand five, and and uh, David Tennant's in this. So Doctor that would
1: be Who like a month before Doctor Who like starts there, wouldn't it? Because they usually, they always started around December with the Christmas special. No, he no, they uh
0: he, he regenerates at the end of the at the end of the season finale.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But like that is so mad. Like he, he's become like the best hero in British history. And he's also one of the best villains in British film history. Now he's he's all right. He's like he's not he's in it much. Really good. When when it's David Tennant though, he's good. He's re- well, he's really good, really good in, in the
0: more... in the small role he has. Te- technically, yeah, obviously, man. his character has a bigger role, but it's not his character
1: him. is in the film the entire way through. Yeah, but, but it's David, David Tennant playing him. Yeah, David Tennant
0: is really good in this. Yeah, um
1: but anyway, so we see David Ten and he shoots um, the mark of uh, The Voldemort Death Eaters of the Sky. Yeah. And um, and um it's like a giant skull of a snake coming out of it Yeah, and, and Harry recognises
0: cool. him from his dream. Yeah. Uh so then at Hogwarts, Albus Dumbledore introduces ex aura Alistair uh, Mad Eye Moody, played by yep. uh, Brendan Gleason, who's potentially my favourite character from this movie.
1: I love Mad Eye Moody
0: absolutely love him i i he carry he's in the future films as well yeah and he's I just as good in those he's
1: played by brendan gleason No, just helps it so much yeah
0: brendan gleason's a, a wonderful by man. Anybody
1: else, i don't think it would be nearly as good just because brendan gleason's incredible <laughs> um
0: and he's the new defense against the dark arts teacher which obviously means yeah. that he's not going to last very long
1: because <laughs> <Yeah>, exactly <laughs> like no matter what they do like that's the one role that constantly gets put I was like "Up, oh, you got a new defense against the dark arts teacher oh what he betrayed you harry oh sorry mate got a new defense against the dark arts teacher what he's an absolute buffoon who knows nothing about dark arts well you got another one what he's, he's a, a werewolf a, it's a <laughs> meme over and over again he's what just... he's david tennant
0: no we'll get you a new one mate. No. what she's no. a woman who only wears pink <laughs>
1: Got, a replacement, Got
0: we'll, a replacement. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. What it's Snape. <laughs> we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> That's, that, anyway. should, that should be the so, catchphrase of this we'll, of this we'll show. Get we'll it. get to it.
1: That'll, that'll be the that'll be the final episode no Just like Harry Potter and the We'll get to it. Come
0: on. <laughs> um. So only. Oh but, yeah. He also announces that the school will be hosts the Triwizard Tournament, in which three magical schools compete across three challenges. Only wizard age seventeen and
1: above may compete. The Goblet also, of Fire. Can I just say like on. they they change the rules then, because like they say there's a new rule in place. Only like wizards like age seventeen and up can like, yeah. compete. Then why are they like making a big deal about Harry being able to do it if it was a new rule? Like what was the age before that? I think it's
0: probably always the rule, but they just didn't know it.
1: Hopefully, because they did say like there's been a change due to recent events
0: maybe the uh, yeah. i don't know I don't care. Yeah. It's Harry it doesn't matter um, it doesn't
1: matter it's a cool thing i don't care
0: uh, the goblet of fire selects champions to take part in the competition um yep. cedric diggory gets chosen uh, mr robert Batinbat. yep um of hufflepuff he's a okay, hufflepuff Pattinson. by the way if can i just say i did pottermore i went on pottermore and did, oh, did you? got my patronus and i got my house my Patronus, my Patronus is a husky.
1: You I know, I didn't get my Patronus. I'm going to quickly get my Patronus.
0: I'm fine with that. Whatever. My house. F*** Hufflepuff. I'm fuming, mate. Hufflepuff as well, man. I'm fuming. You're,
1: you're fuming. Why are you fuming?
0: Man? Bro, Hufflepuff is like the worst one. It's so <laughs> I feel
1: like the most underrated <laughs> one.
0: I'm so <laughs> off. Honestly, Hold on. I'm <laughs> so-
1: going to do this Patronus thing real
0: quick. It's a weird animated thing.
1: Hold on, I need to log into Pottermore. Luckily, I have a login because I'm that sad. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, I did it years ago. When I you was can
0: do. School. You can do three things on it. You can get your house. You can get your wand. You can get your Patronus. But your wand, I, I don't
1: give a f about that. My wand, I don't care about. I just want to. Um, I want to do the Patronus. So I'm going to do it live on this. Thing. oh my god that is loud there we go Oof. oh my god that was so loud
0: yeah he said he said that the audio makes it better but i was procrastinating from doing my essay so i had to put it on
1: mute <laughs> <laughs> otherwise my dad would hear it of course okay i can see the lake i can see um harry's patronus there yeah there, dude begin i'm gonna speed run this Speedrun.
0: Were you supposed to choose the options quickly, it says.
1: I'm, I'm speedrun it. Um, sun, wind. wind. Speedrun. Can we get a timer, Xander? No. I, I, want, I want to know if I can get the world record for Patronus. My decision. If you don't know about songs under it is um you know Metal Gear Solid One. I don't care. Just let you know. I saw a claw or it might have been a fang. Keep going. Polecat. A polecat. I don't know what a polecat is. What's a polecat? I don't know. Or is it a polar cat? The European polecat. Oh my god, it's like a little ferret. I love it. So you're a ferret. It's amazing. I'm a ferret.
0: So you're a you're like a rat. He's
1: he's adorable. He's the most. Oh my god, he's adorable. It is actually adorable, man. Let's send it you. Well, I
0: was a husky, so I'd eat you.
1: Oh, oh, oh my god look at him
0: oh my god that's a ferret
1: he's adorable that's just
0: that's just a that's just a rat that's a it's a long ferret jesus christ
1: i love it it's so cute anyway let's... anyway so my patronus, is I am also Hufflepuff, and i am a po- i have a polecat for my i can't
0: life. believe I'm Hufflepuff, anyway um Victor Crum who we saw in the World Cup so he's basically like Jaden sancho he's like yeah. se- he's like 18 years old or whatever he's a fully fledged athlete real like celebrity and also he still goes to school <laughs> yep. uh victor what Crum representing can the Der he's,
1: he's a bit of a He's a bit weird because certainly goes after Miney, who is what fourteen in this.
0: Uh, yeah, fourteen.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to say the word, just in case you'd have to censor it. But he is a massive. <laughs> I I think he gave Kevin Spacey a call. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, he only after went after boys. Come on. Um, True. Victor Crum is representing the Durmstrang Institute from Eastern Europe and Fleur de la Qué representing the Bubatons uh, Academy of Magic from France
1: The, bleh- but- the-, the-,
0: the Goblet unexpectedly then selects Harry as a fourth champion, Dumbledore is unable to pull the underage Harry out of the tournament as Ministry official Barty Crouch Sr. insists the champions are bound by a contract after being selected.
1: So, sorry, <laughs> when you said Blur, it's uh, all I can think of is Hotel Transylvania where NaNoW just goes, I do not go blah there. Why do you watch those movies? Why? Hotel <laughs> <laughs> Transylvania is great, man. That's what it nice to... is anyway.
0: I'm trying to think I recognize the girl who plays um bleu, bleu, bleu. Fleur Delacour. She kind of looks a bit like Fleur Fleur Leah Sadu, not Fleur. She looks a bit like Leah Sadu. I'm trying to find it.
1: Don't know who that is.
0: Why is this taking so long? Oh my god. It's because
1: Jen broke the internet.
0: Here we go. She's in... Oh my god, dude, dude. She's what? she's in in Bruges. She's oh, yeah. the woman in in Bruges.
1: Yeah, now I'm seeing it. Yeah, I yeah. knew I recognized yeah. her. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's great. That's great stuff. That's it's in Bruges, like reunited then. Brennan, yeah, Brendan Gleeson, yeah, yeah
0: Brendan Gleeson. Go. Um. There's my yeah, the Goblet selects Harry and he can't get out of it, so he's stuck there. Did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? Ah, did, you, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? For the first task, each champion... Oh, Ron's upset at Harry because he didn't tell him that he was trying to do it. And he was like, I didn't do it. I don't know who put my name in it. Yeah,
1: it's, And so
0: Ron it's and Harry a have a boy. bit of a tiff. They have yeah, a bit they, of a this domestic. Is
1: when, um, the boys will be boys thing comes into play because um, later when, like, Harry, when Ron obviously eventually forgives him and like there's the full-on like oh boys are so annoying thing from Hawaii. it's just like there's such cringy dialogue with this entire like yeah plot.
0: it's a weird plot line
1: it's a really annoying subplot we're, that could not like it would the film would have benefited so much by it just not existing
0: we'll, we'll get to a weirder plot line later we'll get to it yes <laughs> get to it so um but the
1: first task is they have to steal an egg from a dragon
0: Yes, um a golden egg guarded by a dragon. Golden Harry egg. succeeds in retrieving his egg, which contains information about the second challenge. Uh, that action seems pretty they, good.
1: It, the way they does it though is also sick. Like that that entire this is another moment where there was a few missing like shots from what I can tell. Right. I don't know if it was just the version I was watching or whether it was um like it's just edited kinda of poorly, but when he's um when he smashes it into the building, he's like trying to grab... like he's on the ledge. There's a few moments missing where it's just like, wait, how did he get to... Why is the ledge not there now? Oh, right, now it's not there. So it was either bad editing or the version I was watching just missed a few things. It might just be like bad editing. Few, it could just be bad because it just looked very unnatural.
0: Yeah, because I, I like can't imagine now TV taking it. scenes out.
1: See, the only reason I can imagine that happening is because of maybe ads, but it was on Sky. It was like, that's that's not got ads in the middle of the film. So Yeah, no. It was, um, it was just bad editing.
0: yeah probably uh, the CGI looks great on this as well this movie especially takes a big leap up in the CGI there's oh, no God, yes. there's no bits in this that you're like oh that's a bit bad that yeah the CGI is really solid all the way through this uh, shortly after a formal dance event um, known as the Yule Ball takes place and there is a good chunk of this movie dedicated to Harry and Ron trying to find someone to go with
1: And it's just really awkward. It's so awkward because
0: the ask he like the worst thing happens. He falls in love with this girl, um the Scottish girl. Yeah. And he sees her and he and he's trying to ask her and he asks her, he says, Would you like to go to the dance with me? And she says, Sorry, could I didn't quite catch that So he has to ask her again and as a guy that has asked people out, that is that is the (laughs) worst thing if they ask you to say it again.
1: and then the the most hurtful part of that is she was already going with somebody else anyway. And then she calls him back again. Harry gives him a second glimmer of hope. I really am sorry. It's like, oh yeah, cheers. It's because she really fancies him. Again. We'll,
0: we'll get again. to the We'll get to her in the next one because she's in the next one. And she's she, in the next. She's one. a bit weird in the next one. I want to men- I want to talk about that after we watch it. Um. Yeah. Anyway, then. Anyway. Harry and Ron attend with the, the uh, twins. The twins. Um, do, we, do we ever learn the names? Pavati and Padma Patil. Like the alter, they, they must be Marvel characters because they've got such illiterate names. Definitely. Um, Definitely. Harry's crush, but Cho. F- dude, dude, that girl, the Scottish girl is called Cho Chang. What is happening right now? <laughs> what is
1: happening?
0: Pavati, Padma Patil, and Cho Chang.
1: These are literally like Marvel for, like throwaways.
0: Exactly, innit? In it. Ch- Cho Chang yeah, we attends think with of c-
1: name. We couldn't uh, think of a name for your actual character other than Cho Chang and Abavati. Yeah. Whatever, but still. So, you know, good Harry <laughs> Potter instead.
0: Um she attends with Cedric Diggory, uh, Robert Batting yep. Bat. Um and Hermione attends with Victor Krum.
1: And this is when the n, n- comes in. N-
0: Comes in making <laughs> he's making just,
1: he's 18 years old and she's 14. Yep, like I know that this film had to do like a different romance thing this side and the other, like give like a romance challenge to like Hermione, considering Ron wanted to go out of her in the first place, even though he didn't really have the balls to ask her. And also, he asked her in the worst way possible, she's like Hermione, you're a girl, right? Like, yeah, nice, mate, well done, you've already. F- yeah. <laughs>
0: Rule one hundred and one: Assume they're a woman. <laughs> Come on, don't ask them.
1: <laughs> don't ask.
0: Them. Ron is jealous because Hermione looks really nice in a new dress, and he's there like, "Oh my god, she's so lovely. I want, I want her." And she's like, "Well, you could have had me if you just asked me." And he's being a bit of a d- because he's jealous, yeah. and she's like, "Oh my god,
1: you're ruined everything. Oh my god." So it was the, the Get American away. Prom
0: yeah, she, to be fair, she looks adorable in that dress.
1: She looks, like, she looks so cute in that dress. <laughs> like, it's adorable.
0: Hila- hilarious long thing long I was reading up on, I was reading the trivia section on IMDb, it said, during Hermione's beautiful Cinderella moments, walking down the stairs, on the first take, she tripped over the dress and fell down the
1: stairs. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so funny to watch, oh my god. I wish the outtakes were there for that. In
0: it, in it. No, they, they would have destroyed that. It would have been like, uh, like um, Black Panther. Delete that footage. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, no, like that is like it's such a good scene, and Ron just ruins his entire like.
0: Ron's just a all the way through this movie.
1: It's just a royal. T-
0: yeah, like, Ron's really just, unlikable he's in just
1: this an movie. Harry, because Harry accidentally got chosen for the Wizard Tournament. And he didn't even know. Yeah. Then he's an a- to Hermione about like going out with this guy who is obviously very good looking but is way too old for her. But enough of that, obviously. Yeah. And then, like, what else does he do later on? Like, he does something else that, like, he's just really a to him, doesn't he?
0: Well, he doesn't tell. He doesn't tell Harry that the dragons are the first task when he when no, he no, when his brother te- brought them in. He
1: technically does because he tells somebody else to tell him to tell him. Yeah, to tell but him. but that, to, but that leads to like a that.
0: really funny moment when yeah, Harry just true. walks up to him and says, "You know, you're a reek foul
1: git. You know that." <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, all right." And what of it? <laughs> Sick. Cheers <laughs> for well, that, lads. He's just fact it's like, no, I did I did tell you. I told and he never really told me. So in a way, I thought you were going to figure that. Out. How on earth was I going to figure that out? I I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was the entire interaction. It's like I don't really know. Hang on. How so then. Out?
0: So the second task involves the champions diving underwater to rescue someone valuable to them. Um yes. And he finds this out by. Uh, taking it to the bath, taking it underwater, and having Moaning Myrtle well, say, "Hey, why don't you first, check this?"
1: Because he told Cedric Diggory about the dragons. Cedric comes up to him on the bridge, and he warns him, "Just like you know, the baths, like the prefect baths, uh, a really good way time for you to, you know, sit around, have a bath, and concentrate." And then Moaning Myrtle comes and just tells him, "Why don't you put it under the water?"
0: Yeah. Like, the, this a, this is water, an, this is another moment where it's like, "Hey, Cedric." You're a really
1: good guy. I really hope you don't die later on. Yeah, this is one yeah. of those oh, moments. I yeah, but yeah, no, nah, he doesn't die later on. He's he's a brand new character introduced into the fourth movie in a franchise. Of course, he's not going to die. Uh, then. <laughs> um. So, anyway, and um, the bath. Uh, it's a. It's quite. A- it's yeah well he, he
0: just he just hears the he just hears the music and then the the so he figures out the second challenge is about being underwater so he gets this pop this plant from neville uh in the yep. book in the book it's actually given to him by dobby which is interesting uh-huh. uh but they give it to neville they, they give this moment to neville and he gives him this plant that makes him grow gills and webbed
1: fingers. And, and webbed,
0: webbed fingers. fingers. So he has to save someone from underwater. He has to go and save Ron. But since uh, Fleur de Claire, Well, no, 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 P- no. Peter Lefleur, uh can't carry on. She... Um, he saves her sister as well. So he finishes third. He comes up third. But they give him second place because he's just such a good dude. Yeah.
1: Then... They also say he tied for first place later on. So, technically, he's tied first place. Yeah. Um yeah. Afterwards... Basically because he's a
0: nice guy. Afterwards, Harry discovers the corpse of uh, Barty Crouch Sr., the detective, yep. uh, in the forest. While waiting for Dumbledore in his office, Harry discovers a pensive, which holds Dumbledore memories, yep. uh, which comes into play in the sixth film really well. Um, yeah. Harry course. witnesses a trial in which uh, Igor Karakoff... Uh, the guy who's in charge of Igor, what's he called? Igor? Victor Crumb. He's, he's, he's like the head teacher at uh, Victor yeah. Crumb's school. Uh, confesses to the Ministry of Magic names of other Death Eaters after Voldemort's defeat. When he yeah. names Severus Snape, Dumbledore vouches for Snape's innocence. Uh, Snape yep. turns spy against Voldemort before the latter's downfall.
1: And after- that is just like something that's really cool about um, like Snape's past in general. Yeah. Like, I love the idea that Snape does actually have a dark past because it's constantly, like, swerving towards that. all oh, Snape is, he's got something to do with Voldemort. He did have something to do with Voldemort. Straight up. It's, it's just told to us he was a defeat. He was a follower of Voldemort, but now he is no longer, th- he's a spy for Voldemort or yeah. for the Mystery of Magic. Um, I love that. Af- I thought that was really fun.
0: After Kark. Karkaroff, Karkaroff, that's a weird name. Karkaroff that's names nice. Barty Crouch Jr. A devastated Crouch Sr. Imprisons his son in Azkaban. And that's when you see um, David Tennant. And he goes, hello, father. <laughs> he's just Such insane. Good moment, he's, so, so he's so crazy at this. Ace is in the pen server. Harry realizes that Crouch Jr. Is the man he saw in his dream. <gasps> yep. uh, for the final task, this happens... The movie, like I said, is two hours thirty-seven. This yeah. final task starts at one hour forty-five. Does it really? There's still like an hour left on this thing.
1: It Like, from there on, though, it felt so quick.
0: Done it. Done it. We'll, like, we'll get to it.
1: Like, the movie kind of dragged up until this point, and then that's another hour. I mean, it doesn't drag. It's entertaining. It doesn't necessarily drag, but it's like, it doesn't feel as fast as that moment. Like, from there on. That, mo- that from there on, feels like half an hour
0: yeah it but does it's, like,
1: it's always a full hour it's like fifty minutes
0: yeah um for the final task the champions must reach the tri wizard cup located in a hedge maze full on the shining here uh after yep. after Peter Law and victor Crumb uh are incapacitated Harry and Cedric reach the cup together uh the yes. two together grab the cup which turns out to be a port key like the boot from earlier
1: yes, but it doesn't really send them anywhere like where they would have thought so. It sends them to this weird graveyard. It and
0: takes them to the see. graveyard from the first scene where the old man died. Voldemort's and, uh, there.
1: Also, it shows, like, Tom Riddle's grave and that is, fuck. like, that bit is cool. Yeah. And so, uh... So, where,
0: hang on. The, the, so the two grab the cup, which turns out to be a porkey yeah. and transports them to a graveyard where Pettigrew and Voldemort are waiting.
1: And immediately, sadly... We no longer have um, Cedric with us because he, like Voldemort, just immediately says, "Kill him!" <laughs> and out of nowhere, you just hear Kedabra, and then it's just he's dead straight away. Like it happens so suddenly. Yeah,
0: Pettigrew kills Cedric using a yeah, Vardakadabra.
1: Like that moment is so dark as well. Like this, like this is the it's, point where, like, oh god, it is hard. Like, it's like this. It's an hard one.
0: This scene, I was I was watching it on my laptop. And the timing was, when they arrived there, it's one hour, 59 minutes and 20 seconds. Something around yeah. that. And I just wish that if they had a bit more thought, if they'd padded the earlier stuff, the first two hours, out to exactly two hours, so that when they touch that port key, it's bang on two hours, and that is like a symbol of like, okay, now we're in a completely different movie. Now yeah. you've had you've had your fun Harry Potter adventure. That's great. You've had your mystery. Now, now we're into the sh- now we're in the dark now, stuff. Now, now.
1: into now we're into a horror film.
0: Yeah, because then like no, they no, they obviously
1: ch- like that kind of thing. You can't really help. Like that's just an editing. Thing. Yeah, like, that that really would
0: that would have been something nice, stuff. a little Easter egg. But obviously, yeah. that's you know um,
1: that was probably beyond the point at the time. Especially at that time. Like nowadays, you'd probably think about that more. But back then. That kind of thing in movies just wasn't as present. Yeah, uh, so
0: they so uh, Pettigrew starts performing a ritual that rejuvenates Voldemort, who then summons the Death Eaters. Voldemort yes. uh, then comes out, moves his head. That that iconic shot of him like rubbing yeah. his head and his eyes come in.
1: Oh my god, you can actually do that now. F- off, <laughs> just like get rid of the nose and then you'll be sorted. <laughs> um
0: um voldemort then arrives uh voldemort releases harry and challenges him to a duel to prove that he's the better wizard
1: But oh, the uh, way that he does like all of that as well like when he just says i challenge you to a duel it's like do like do you not know your manners like you bow before a duel and he literally makes him bow
0: yeah like, he's like, uh, ray, ray, ray so finds he's voldemort and he's so he's really good God. He does a really good job, and he like so, walks like, up to Harry so while he's still pinned up. He walks up to Harry and like says, "You know, one thing I couldn't do because your mother was still alive was touch it, and now I can touch it." And just puts one finger on the top of his head, and it like pains Harry so much. The
1: thing is, though, it's it's still like hurting Voldemort, but it's not to the point where it can kill him. Yeah. There's still love within Harry. It's just, it's not as present because, you know, he hasn't got the love of his parents anymore and he doesn't yeah. understand that. His real family is his friends along the way, blah, blah, blah. But, like, it's the fact that, like, no matter what, he's still hurting because those two have a weird connection with each other, that no matter what, it pains each other to touch yeah.
0: each other. But we'll get and to that connection really cool that. in the fourth episode of this. Yes! <laughs> um. So, uh, that. There... Like, Harry tries the Expelliarmus charm to block Voldemort's attempted killing curse, the Uh, uh The beams from their wands entwine, and Voldemort's wand disgorges the last spells it performed, so the spirits of the people he murdered are seen in the graveyard. Cedric, uh, Frank Bryce, the old guy, and Harry's parents. This yep. distracts Voldemort and his Death Eaters, allowing Harry to use the porky to escape with Cedric's body. And this is the moment that, moment, that is the darkest in the film. They like the moment that he
1: just says, Take my body back, Carrie. It's just like, Oh, fuck. no, no. When he when they take oh, the no, port I, key, I know what and on that, but they like, the second when he says that, it's just like, Oh, damn, yeah, like this, this child has to take a dead body back in it, it's
0: messed up. Like,
1: so they they and grab then the, the port key, they teleport. they land
0: back at the start of the maze. And the band starts brr, 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 and everyone starts cheering and clapping, like chanting Harry's name. And Harry's just crying over his body. And no one knows what's going on. And this,
1: that's so dark. He's, he's a kid, he's a dead he, kid. He's, he's a child and he's crying, but like they don't know that he's crying because they can't hear him, they can't see him. They just see like yeah. Cedric on the foot. They think he's passed out, they think that like, oh, Harry knocked him out. And yeah. he won't. And then, and Harry's then... The, Harry's the, the champion. And then... And then you get notice. Yeah, and then, the yeah, the, and then Dumb- Dumbledore
0: runs over and Harry grabs him and is like, I couldn't stop him. He's, a, he's back, he's back. I couldn't save him. Oh, and then his father realises Cedric's father comes down and starts crying as well. And that's so messed up because everyone's just there like, what has happened here? This is a mess. Um... Moody takes Harry back to his office to interrogate him about Voldemort, inadvertently blowing yep. his cover when he asks Harry about a graveyard, despite Harry not mentioning a graveyard.
1: Moody reveals nowhere, Moody reveals that start. he
0: submitted Harry's name to the Goblet of Fire and manipulated Harry to ensure he would win the tournament. Moody attempts to attack Harry, but Dumbledore Snape and um, Professor McGonagall subdue him. The teachers force Moody to bring Veritaserum, and he reveals that the Moody, the real Moody, is imprisoned in a magical trunk. As his Polyjuice Potion wears off, he is revealed as Barty Crouch Junior. David Tennant, and uh, he it's returns to like Askaban. It's just David Tennant to us. Just David Tennant. David Tennant, David Tennant. is returned to Askaban. Yep. Um, that's a really good scene. That's a really good scene. Yeah. Again, a great performance from David Tennant, and I think throughout this, a really good performance from Brendan Gleeson.
1: Oh my God, Brendan Gleeson does so well. He does. He's incredible.
0: He really does. Uh, Dumbledore yeah. reveals to the students that Voldemort killed Cedric, although the Ministry yeah, of Andrew Magic opposes like, the revelation. Too. Yeah. Uh, Dumbledore later visits Harry in his dormitory, apologizing to him for the dangers he endured. Uh, Harry reveals that he saw his parents in the graveyard. Dumbledore names this effect as Priori Incantatem." Um, i
1: don't know how to
0: pronounce that either uh hogwarts uh, durmstrang and bubatons uh bid farewell to each other and that's the end of the movie yeah
1: that's um goblet of fire
0: yeah it's it's not as good as i remember it there are it's longer than i remember i to be fair when i think about this movie
1: or 50 minutes are impeccable yeah wouldn't change any moment of that final 50 minutes but the rest of the film, I the, there's a few pacing moments that I'd changed. There's some subplots I'd get rid of. I'd get rid of the whole <laughs> part. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah, yeah, definitely. that's just a bit weird. Also, at least... like, I'd, I'd pad out the beginning a bit more as well. Just, like, introduce a bit what's going on a bit more.
0: Yeah. I... It,
1: it's not perfect. It's not as good as Prisoner of Azkaban to me. Yeah. The final 50 minutes are better than Prisoner of Azkaban, but...
0: Yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think the final hour of Prisoner of Azkaban is like better than anything else in any of that, in these movies. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be hard to live up to that. And Goblet of Fire... Everyone just needs a haircut, honestly. Everyone needs a haircut. Everyone's got long hair. It's just like lockdown. Just like lockdown. Everyone needs a haircut. Everyone um, needs a haircut, I
1: wonder if there's, like, Wizard Barbers. Maybe, maybe they just do it themselves. Yeah, maybe there's just, like, there's a spell, you know, like, with Oculus. But, like, they obviously don't need opticians because it's Oculus Reparo. Oculus Repair.
0: No, that repairs the glasses. That don't repair the frames. That, that don't
1: repair the lenses, even. True, but I imagine it can. there's probably something for that as well. Maybe. Um. But yeah, so what, I'd, I'd give this, like, a, an 8, maybe. I was maybe thinking... I yeah
0: I was thinking I can't give it a seven because that's too low because I gave one of the other ones a seven this yeah, one give it, an it it'd be an eight. yeah the the action sequences and the moments I really like really lift this up like the like we said the final hour of this and the uh, the dragon scenes really good the underwater oh, scenes really really uh, interesting but that it's the like the teenage drama stuff that I can't really get behind. Yeah. But yeah, 8 out of 10, super solid. Another good entry into this franchise. Yeah. Boom, we did it. We talked about two more Harry Potter films. Good God. It only took us like two and a half hours. Jesus Christ. Um, Let's do. David, we no longer do recommendations on this. What? We do. A little thing I like to call sell me your movie.
1: sell me your movie what we
0: do a that? little thing called sell me your movie where you tell me something you've been watching and i say well it's basically a recommendation thing but i gave it a new name
1: <laughs>
0: that's that's okay, all this is so, uh, and you, you can sell me a movie me, a, you can sell okay. me a tv show a game a, a book if you really want if you're a nerd like that whatever I mean, i
1: am a nerd like that but i'm not going to tell you a book i'm going to tell you a movie and maybe a game Okay, cool. Go for it.
0: Sell sell me one, and I'll sell you one, and then you sell me another.
1: Okay, so the movie I'm going to sell you is the Muppet movie, the original from I cannot remember when. This is going amazingly already. (laughs) It's the 70s, is isn't it? Uh, 78, I believe, maybe. 79. I was so close. So close. I was so close, no matter how far. Couldn't (laughs) be much more from the heart. Anyway, so, right. The Muppet movie from 1979, the original one. It is phenomenal. It opened, like, the, the film follows Kermit going to, like, just trying to become a Hollywood star from his small uptown, well, not uptown, but, like, small, like, humble home in the swamp. And he meets all the other Muppets along the way, uh, like, Fuzzy first, then, um, I've forgotten his name, Gonzo, that we don't really know, like, what he is. And he, he just meets all the other Muppets and it's such a nice little journey. It's like, especially the opening minute, like the opening 10 minutes or so, like the 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 first like five minutes is showing um, them at the like premiere of the movie. And then it cuts into, because like this movie is obviously going to be very meta because it's a Jim Henson film and it's also a Muppet film. <laughs> so it's very, very fourth world-breaking. And that's, it adds to the charm of the Muppets as well. Yeah, but um, it opens into possibly one of the greatest songs in any movie ever made. With Rainbow Connection, it's so sweet and it makes me cry every single time I hear it. Rainbow Connection like, honestly, is a good I, song. It's, a it's really good so song. so good. Honestly, like they they recently released uh, the the new voice of Kermit. I can't remember his name, but um, they released him singing it against like a um, swamp backdrop, and it's just nah man, like Jim Henson does it too much so good, it, honestly Like Jim Henson does it so perfectly it's just such a genuine performance, it's so nice and sweet and cute and Kermit is just perfect in that moment and honestly I just cry every time so yeah, the Muppet movie the original from 1979 perfection, I love the Muppets as well which Disney did in 2012
0: 12 That yeah, 12
1: yeah like that was a really good movie. That's one, a cracking movie. movie is. Yeah. It's just something special, man. Like it's it's so good. It it started off everything when it comes to like Muppets being so damn popular. Yeah. It made them what they are today. And Cool. We can we can only thank the thumb because the Muppets great.
0: <laughs> um, the first thing I'm gonna sell you I'm gonna sell you a movie. And what? I'm gonna sell you a movie that unfortunately you can't find in many places at the moment. Uh, I know af-
1: what this is going to be because you keep on telling me to watch, Mike, you were telling me to watch on Movie.
0: Yes, it is on Mo- it was on movie until last night, and it I was. stupidly waited until the last day to watch it, because all I want to do right now is watch it again. It is yeah. uh, a French movie called Portrait of a Lady on Fire. And I, I was stunned by this movie. It's a French movie, uh, so there's subtitles, apologies. Yep. And it's about a, a woman who, a painter, who is sent to uh this this house, this French place, uh and she's asked to paint a portrait of this of this lady. And um but she has to do it secretly because she's getting married to a man in Italy and she objects to the marriage completely. She doesn't want to get married to him. She doesn't want to go through with it and this getting this painting done is her basically saying, "Okay, I'm ready now. Take the painting, so he can see who I am, and then he can accept it." Um, and she doesn't want to get it done, so she has to. She is told that she's there for going to going on walks with her, so she goes on walks with her, and then in the evening she paints the portrait as she thinks she would, and they develop a a friendship that becomes something more. And the movie's really charming. the The main actresses are. Have such great chemistry together. The little looks they give each other, the glances. The mu- the movie doesn't have much music as well, uh, which I really appreciate uh, because it's just it's more. There's nothing to to draw your eye away from the acting in the movie and the relationship between the two uh, the two main characters. Um, I don't want to say anything more that spoils it because it's yeah. like I did I knew nothing going into this. I knew absolutely nothing going into this. I tried I stayed away from everything. I heard that it was good. I was like, okay, I really want to watch it. And I'm I I was absolutely floored by this movie. The ended, the final shot of this movie had me had me like bawling. I was in an absolute state, like snot bubbles. So same
1: as what Buddy the Muppets did to me, but in a weird way.
0: Yeah, in a much different well, way. In a
1: less weird way, actually, because it... the Muppets making you cry is just stupid.
0: <laughs> um, and yeah, man, it was just honestly, it was truly something, uh, something to be, something to be experienced, definitely. So, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, it will be coming out on Blu-ray at some point later this year, maybe in June, July. Um, yeah, I, d- I definitely recommend it. It's a, it's a really beautiful film. The, the colors they in this movie are stunning. The cinematography is great and it's just the colors, man. I don't know how the colors look so vibrant in this. Yeah, it's that's... a, it's truly a special movie that has to be seen to be experienced. Um, yeah. Portrait of a lady on fire. Please, please check it out. Cool. Yeah, go for it. Go uh, another. So yeah, the, uh, what what the, movie are the, you selling me? What um, are
1: you I'm selling me? I'm selling you a game.
0: What game are you selling um, me, bro?
1: Well, I'm, I'm going to be selling you a game that I am go- i haven't been playing recently, but I'm going to be playing in 12 days as the remaster is about to come out. Uh, my recommendation is going to be Saints Row the 3rd. The remaster is out in 12 days as of recording today. Technically, like, 11, considering it's nearly the end of the day anyway. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like, the, the game is from originally, hold on... I'm a professional who definitely Googled this beforehand. Right? I'm just giving you. I'm, I'm a professional who definitely Googled it beforehand. I'm definitely not Googling it right now. <sighs> it's 2013. Uh, as I speak, it's 2013. It was 2011. Damn
0: it. I was so yeah. confident.
1: <laughs> so it was out in 2011. Um, obviously, a sequel to Saints Row 2. And it basically just changed Saints Row as a series from just like GTA knockoff clone to ridiculously stupidly fun sandbox and it's honestly like Saints Row the 3rd is incredible like it it has like a really fun story and then there's the fact that you can get a giant sex toy as a melee weapon and just smack people with it. I, I and played- And there's also the fact that you can also just go around and kill zombies in one area because it's just a random zombie area. And then the, the, <laughs> and like, the enemy is called Killbane. This is out in 2011. Pretty sure Dark Knight was out, what, 2009? The Dark Knight was 2008. 2008. And when was Dark Knight Rises? 2012. It's well. So a year before Bane was a big thing, Kill Bane was the thing.
0: You know, Bane was a comic book character before the movies. Yeah, I know.
1: I know. But obviously, like, not many people would have known that. And yet everybody... He was in Batman and Robin. Did anybody watch Batman and Robin? Yes. Who? I haven't. You've not
0: seen Batman and Robin?
1: No, why would I have?
0: Right, that's going to happen at some point
1: that's gonna happen at some point we're gonna have to watch that as well definitely we'll do we'll do my podcast on that one yeah so like not as many people would have known and being like the stupid child that i was i thought that bane was kill bane from saint's row when i went to go and see it, i was like hey that's kill bane it's obviously not clearly isn't very different characters but yeah saint's row the third is phenomenal it's so stupid and so funny on steam i have about 31 hours On my PS3, I probably had about 100 hours into the game and I will probably put hundreds more into it on PS4 when it releases on 22nd of May because it is great. It is the perfect co-op game.
0: Um, I I played it once. Uh, It was free to download on Xbox Live uh, back in the day and I played one game on it. I got the sex toy and I was like, (laughs) right, I've completed the game. I don't need to do anything else now, do I? I've completed it. No, I've, I've done everything now. Um yeah, great, great stuff. Say it's the third when that hmm. comes out. Um I finished I finished the entire season of Gangs of London this week, uh, with my dad. Dude, that show's amazing. If you if you didn't I, hear my recommendation last week, it
1: yet.
0: you've got to check this out. It's on Sky Atlantic and on I now know, TV. Check it out, it's I really, know. really good. Um yeah, that's the must watch TV at the moment. Um, yeah, everyone should be talking about this. That
1: and um, Afterlife.
0: I haven't seen Afterlife yet. I was in the first. season. I haven't season.
1: seen Afterlife season two yet. I've seen the first season and it is so good, but um, I've not seen season two. But I know that Afterlife season three is happening.
0: Yeah, I I started watching uh, the first got episode five of the
1: million pound deal. Yeah, right season three.
0: I started watching the first season uh, when it came out, and I wa- I watched half the first episode, and I I was just like, all oh, right, is this just Jer- Ricky Gervais swearing at people for? eight episodes because I couldn't <laughs> see that anywhere.
1: It it kind of is, but at the same time it's not. It's like watching yeah. Ricky Jace's character just like become a better person after losing someone he loved.
0: Yeah, I could I could like I could see I could see the story in Milo eight. It was so obvious what was gonna happen. I just couldn't like I watching the first episode I just couldn't connect. Yeah, Gangs of London's great. I watched what else shall I say? Uh, I watched a movie a couple of weeks ago that I didn't mention on here. I watched Being John Malkovich.
1: I've never watched that, but I really want to just because I love John Malkovich as, a, as an actor.
0: It is, hands down, I've seen a lot of weird things. I, we And we've seen, we've seen Sorry to Bother You. That's a pretty yeah, we weird movie. we've
1: seen Sorry to Bother You. That's a very strange movie.
0: This is, hands down, the weirdest movie I've ever seen in my life. Really, this is so strange. It follows Weird a guy. in the
1: last hour. of sorry to bother you.
0: Yeah, we've we've seen that. I've seen it multiple times.
1: Yeah, yeah same. It's great.
0: Um, but this movie follows John Kuzak, uh, who lives with Cameron Diaz, his wife, who like has monk, who keeps monkeys. They live with monkeys, and he's a puppeteer, and he f- gets a job as a filer in this office that is. On a half level, so like in this big office block, that he there is. If you want to get that, he's on floor level seven and a half. So what? So they what they have to do is when they get to floor level seven, they hit the emergency stop, get a crowbar and wedge open the elevator and crawl into this half level. So everyone's just crouching down all the time, and in his office, he finds a portal. He finds like this little doorway and just crawls into it, and he enters the mind of John Malkovich,
1: and like can see what
0: he sees, and then gets okay, that's spit like, out that across like
1: a really weird version of what Inside Out is supposed
0: to be. <laughs> in it, he then gets spit out on the other side of town, and they start him and Catherine Keener start running this as a business. <laughs> It's insane. That sounds amazing. It's so weird. Watch it. I don't want to say anything more to just to not spoil it. It's fantastic. Uh, John Cusack is slippery in this. He's great. John Malkovich is hilarious. Charlie Sheen turns up in a weird cameo. Uh, Catherine Keener <laughs> is fantastic in this. She's great. She's the best person in this yeah. movie. Uh, she got nominated really? for it for an Oscar and ha- wow. deserved. Well, very well deserved. Um, yeah, that's a cracker, and I will say that Waves is on uh, is available to watch on you iTunes raised. on the seventeenth of May, and I cannot wait for this movie again. I saw it in the cinema twice in two days. It I fell in love with this movie. Please, please, please check it out when that hits uh, iTunes on and probably at Amazon and Google Play and Sky Store on the seventeenth. It's about a f- a family just falling apart and building itself back together. It's truly incredible. Um, Please check it out. Check it out. It's one of my favourite movies that I've seen so far this year. Well, it's it's my favourite this year and potentially one of my favourites I've ever seen. So, please do check it out. And um, I think that's going to be it for this week. Yeah. Um, This has been a lot of fun. Again, thank you, David. We will will be back... um, Either next week or the week after with um, Order of the Phoenix and Half of the Prince. I'm excited for this
1: one. I I just might watch Order of the Phoenix tonight anyway because I'm honestly kind of craving watching more Harry Potter now. Yeah, I'm the same. I've watched three and four. I'm the same. Watching one doesn't do
0: it, but watching two in a row really gets me in the mood for watching more. It's a really and, weird.
1: Especially one. like one and watching one and two, it's just like, oh yeah, I'm alright. And then you watch three and four, it's like, okay, yeah, I want more wizarding stuff. I want I want more Expelliarmus.
0: Especially with the way four leaves it, because now Voldemort's back in oh, the world. Yeah. And like, you it, like, it's
1: genuinely left you on a weird cliffhanger where it's not a cliffhanger for the like the continuation of like that story. Yeah. It's a cliffhanger for the world building. It's a cliffhanger for Yeah. Voldemort is back.
0: Definitely. Screw you all. <laughs> definitely um is there anything you want to plug david
1: um at the moment um well kind of the like, kind of plug about mates youtube considering i'm editing on it go for it go for it uh so my friend um, and he's um been we're doing gaming youtube at the moment i'm um, doing gaming videos uh i'm gonna be starting my own youtube channel for that and like soon i'm working on getting a logo made for it uh it's gonna be pretty fun um so that his channel is called Iking Ironside um lowercase it, i on both i and i believe Ironside um obviously reference to vikings the tv show and just the actual mythology of um Bjorn Ironside because he's a massive nerd um there's my instagram which is um at, it's underscore david underscore french um there's the fact that I'm an ambassador for the beard struggle now. You so, are. Um, if you want, if you want 15% off of um, any beard products from there, uh, use code DAVIDFRENCH15. That sounds really weird to say. Done it. Done I've it. I've not been able to say that yet. i wow. it. Insane. Yeah, um, use d- code DAVIDFRENCH15. Um, feel free. Like, I want to get 15% off of really, really good beard products and some amazing smells as well. Like the... the, the, the somehow this also fits into the viking stuff because it's all viking themed and like north (laughs) mythology themed but um like some of the smells are so so nice and honestly they're it's all for a good cause as well because it goes towards charity as well Mm -hmm. also it's like a beard website it's like an actual charity for things um i actually have sorted out my twitter i think oh my god (laughs) i've got the app installed that's the first step right it's uh, my art is at david french 17. so feel free to follow me on there excellent um, i'm not going to be very active on there <laughs> i'm very I'm, I'm very very active on my instagram Xander knows that yes my you other are. followers know that i i post on my story every day on my thing so feel free to come and interact with me i'm, I'm constantly like asking questions on the stories you just feel free to dm me as well if you have any like, questions about, like, my, my next film coming up, which is going yes. to be coming out somewhat soon. Uh, it's called The New Kid. I'm very excited to release it. Yes, um, I, I'm I've uh, just, like...
0: I've read the script and it's very good, so yeah. I'm, I'm very excited to um, see I'm it. I'm
1: thinking of, like, starting writing a few more scripts, um, so I might just be starting to release them in general, yeah. in case people just want to read scripts in general, because there's that um, horror one that I sent you that I don't think you've read yet because you're a bad friend. <laughs> um... <laughs> But yeah, um, I'm. I'm looking forward to doing that as well. Uh, during quarantine, I've given myself like a to-do list of like different things that I want to do. Excellent. Uh, and now I'm uni's writing over. Writing some more horror scripts. Yeah, um, yeah, writing some more horror scripts because was the most fun I've ever had writing anything. So writing horror scripts is going to be a definite thing. I've got it on my, um, my little whiteboard over there. Excellent. So, Excellent yeah. stuff. But yeah, that's everything. I'm plugging. Um YouTube channel, I can guy inside, Instagram at it's david underscore at it's underscore david underscore French. And Twitter at at DavidFrench17. I can't remember all those tags. I'm probably going to forget that in the future. (laughs) I'll
0: remind you. Um... That's it from us then. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, I've been Zander Langwiston. If you want to get in touch with the show, go to Team Side Radio's Facebook page, send them a pri- send them a di- di- direct message and say, hey, I like the film, I like the in podcast. Or if you've got an idea for an episode, send that send them that way. It will get back to me. Or if you want to DM me personally, you can uh, hit me up on my Instagram. That's at the TheRealZanderLW. I'm not very active on Instagram, but I I have it, so I get notifications from it. it. So feel free to message me um, about any episode ideas or what you think of the Harry Potter movies. Which one's your favourite? Tell us and um, we'll shout you out on the
1: podcast because we're desperate for interaction. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, if you want to see more of me, feel free to ask me to come on this and then I'll ask Xander if I'm allowed to again.
0: Yeah, yeah. Da- David uh, will be a regular guest. So if you don't like him, yeah, please tell me and I can get rid of him very easily. <laughs> um, I that...
1: mean, he, he's sick of me already as a friend. So <laughs> he, st- he'd much rather get rid of me on air as well.
0: I've been stuck with him for three years, guys. This is, I mean, I'm in it for the long haul. Four years now. Four, is four years. years. Four Jesus
1: years. Jesus Yeah, first year of college. Uh, Unique two years mad four years man. Um, that's going to be it then a hell of a ride. Uh, thank you David for coming on ah no worries man
0: and Quite we will you'll either see me and David next week or the week after with the next two Harry Potter films thank you so much for tuning in and we will see you next time goodbye take care people goodbye bye adios bye arrivederci Bye. Garlami.
1: <laughs> Gorlami. Dominic De Coco. <laughs>